Hello and welcome to Bonus Stage. My name is Lucas Sheen. With me, as always, is George Gessie down here, right there. Hello, that's me. Hello. Yeah. And yeah. this week we have special guest Amy Betts down here, where Sully normally is. Hello, Amy. So Sully doesn't like scary games, and this is a whole spoiler <laughs> cast about Last of Us Part Two. So Sully was like, nah. So we thought, fuck it, perfect time to bring in Amy, who played through time friend of the show. Big time. Friend of the show, so friend excited. of our other now cancelled show. <laughs> but oh yeah, that's that's a whole thing we need that's to talk a whole about. Thing. Is it cancelled? Wait, it's what? It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Off air. Okay. We'll talk, yeah, we'll talk okay, about. right. This is this is news to me. Okay. okay. I think we've like rambled on long enough that if someone's clicked on this and they didn't want a spoiler cast, they've been able to click out. This is now the spoiler cast, full spoilers ahead for the game. Both us talking, there's gonna be video with spoilers of big spoiler things. So get the fuck out if you don't want spoilers. All right. So the way that we're gonna do the spoiler cast is we're gonna take it into kind of like tent poles of the game. So we're gonna talk about the story, we're talking about the animation, the sound design the gameplay and kind of miscellaneous things like accessibility at the end. Mm-hmm. So kind of to have these focused conversations. Uh, if you want, you can see clip outs or just kind of the, I guess the the time codes for the different discussions will be in the description below. So if you can, just want to jump to the one you're looking for, go for it. If not, sit back. This could be a long one. We don't know. Um, okay, so. GG. Story in The Last of Us is... I mean, we'll get into kind of what we like and dislike about it, but at the moment, it's hard to talk about this story without talking about the the criticism and abuse that's going on at the moment to people that worked in the game, both writers and actors, um, and even mm. just facial capture models, even, which is insane to me. Um, Laura Bailey, the person who plays Abby in the game, uh, did a big old tweet that's not coming up on my screen. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's coming up now on my screen that was nice, a, nice, a lovely little nice. glitch um, yeah where she kind of shows screenshots of messages that she's been seeing which are pretty brutal um, and I think we are all in the same temple here and the same boat saying this this is not okay uh, if you it's more than fine to dislike a story to dislike a game to dislike any form of media it's okay to share that dislike it's not okay to send death threats hate threats any any form of abuse to anyone ever just because you didn't like a story that they were a part of or wrote. Um, if anyone else wants to jump in with something to say, go for it. If not, we'll just dive right in. No, yeah, it's bullshit. Story. I hate it. Boom, I go. don't like that shit. No. I don't like seeing uh, like a tweet from Laura Bailey saying, you know, exactly that tweet that you're probably showing. Yeah. You know, I don't like seeing Neil Druckmann say like, Oh well, I get it all the time. Or I, or the like, you know, developers of the game are like, we're getting threats as well. It's like, why? I know. Why? It doesn't make it makes no sense to me. It makes no sense to me why you just. There's no need for it. It's, it literally is no need. If no, you've got, just don't if be you a don't like it, like don't <laughs> don't do it. Like if you don't like something, you don't need to attack people personally yeah. for it. Like. It's like you said, it's okay to like dislike the story or the game or whatever, but you don't go and send death threats to those people involved personally. It's just uncalled for. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, there's death threats. There's full on like, there's someone that just sent a very short little message. I will stab you. And you're like, you can, like, if you were, so if you saw this person in the road and you said that, 
if there was a police officer nearby, he would intervene, especially in this country, and be like, no, 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 that's bad. Off to prison, slap in the prison or kind of community <laughs> service for you. Yeah. Because that's not an okay thing to say to anyone ever. So yeah. why do you feel that it's okay to say that someone, just because they're online and you have a little bit of anonymity, is beyond me? If yeah. you are someone that has sent this abuse and you're watching our video, thanks for watching the video. But please reconsider ever sending something like that. Um, it does nothing but perpetrate hate and we don't need any more hate in the world. Thank you. Yeah, not with this going on right now. No! We need a bunch of love. Um, yeah. So let's dive into a story all about hate. Okay. So- <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. That was good, man. So Thank you. Funny. Okay, so I'm about to put footage up. This is the last duck out point. Otherwise, you're going to see things that happen in the game. Done. There we go. All right. So... What do we think about the overall story in this game? I think we all probably have a similarish opinion, but it'd be nice hearing everyone's individually. Amy, want to kick us off? Cool. Um, personally, I really enjoyed it. Um, I can understand why some people maybe don't like the story. I do think it's maybe a story that you don't want. Like, it certainly wasn't the yeah. story I was expecting. It wasn't really the story I wanted, but I enjoyed it all the same. I think there was a lot of good characters in it. And I think there was a lot of like new stuff that we've seen and seeing characters that we don't often see represented in games and playing through their stories to me was just like really refreshing. And um, like the whole, you know, half the game, your early half the game, your Abby and seeing like each sides of that. To me, I was like, damn, this is ballsy. I, admittedly, I didn't like it initially when I they made me play as Abby. Yeah. I was like, fuck, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't want to like this bitch. I don't want to like her. Like, yeah. get fucked. But I very quickly changed my mind and I did really like her as a character. I really enjoyed playing her. Um, mm. overall, overall, like, I really enjoyed it. But I think it took me getting to the end of the game till like, seeing the whole story until I could, like, fully appreciate it all. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big yeah. time. Big time. George, do you want to jump in with how you feel about this as well? Oh, I fucking hated this game. <laughs> no, <I didn't. laughs> nah, uh, honestly, I, I, oh man, the more I think about it, the more and more and more I like it. Like I remember you first playing the game and you know that, that first section when you play as Abby in the snow and I was like, why the? Why am I playing as? This isn't Ellie. Why am I playing as that? Who? Interesting little tidbit. They can't see the footage that's up, but that's the exact footage we have up at the moment. Is there? A- <laughs> 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 oh, yes, mate. <laughs> but I was, I was like, oh, this is. Why am I playing as this person? I was like, oh, okay, maybe they're trying something else. Like you know how in the first game you play as Joel throughout the whole thing until you play as Ellie for that one section. I was like, yeah. oh, this is really interesting. Great, playing as Abby. Oh, int- okay, cool. Hmm. And then, you know, she turns out to be an awful human being. And you're like, or oh, does she turn? You know, there's, there's a whole thing. Like, and I don't know, like the, the where this story took me as a as a player was awesome. Like seeing, you know, seeing Joel get killed, I was like, whoa, you know, this is deep. And when like when it happens and Ellie's looking at it and her ears start to be like, oh my God, I can't believe what I'm seeing right now. I just need this to shut off. Yeah. I was kind of reflecting that. I was like the same. I was like, oh my God, this is such a horrible, 
gruesome moment for yeah. Ellie as a character. And even for me as a player, because I fucking played Joel for 15 hours in the last game. Yeah. But I think where people have taken that bit and been like, oh, it's the worst game ever. It's bullshit. Why is Joel dead? It's like, this needed to happen for the rest of the game. Yeah. This needed to happen for Ellie's growth and her story that's going to happen. And oh, I just loved every bit of it. It was, oh, dude. Dude, it's so cool. <laughs> and okay. like, even, oh, no, you go, you go. No. Sorry, I was going to gush. I was going to fully gush for a sec. <laughs> I, we, can, we can definitely gush. So, yeah, I, I also very much love this story. This is the sort of story that I kind of, I enjoy in lots of media. Like this, this felt, this felt a bit like, and I've, I've seen lots of people kind of use this comparison. So it's not an original thought. Thanks, uh, everyone else that's done this before me. But um, <laughs> this is kind of like the Godfather 2 to the Godfather 1 kind of thing where mm. like they're both fantastic games. This takes in that slightly different direction, this slightly different form of storytelling, this different story than you expect going into it. But it's fantastic. And I'm playing through this game for a second time at the moment. And it's a sort of, I, I, I am thinking at the back of my head, I think I'm enjoying this more than the first game. Like, and enjoy is a weird way of saying this game because I didn't want, when it comes to its conclusion, I didn't walk away. Oh, that was a, that was a good little chipper. Oh, I feel good about myself. I, I was pretty down, but in yeah. that sort of way that I had such an emotional connection to the story that they told there, it was so phenomenally told. Yeah. And I, I, for, for me, I don't really care what my emotional response is to a story, so long as it gives me an emotional response. And this gave me a pretty powerful one throughout, and it kind of it changed throughout. And exactly like Amy, the moment I started playing as Abby, I was like, fuck this! I don't want to play as Abby. She just, what? Fuck this bitch! And then I was kind of like, by the time it kind of caught up, and it was the end of Seattle 3, and they kind of squared off against each other, I was like, ooh, I'm rooting for Abby. I was legitimately rooting for Abby. Every time Ellie came at me with her little scrappiness, I was like, fuck you, Ellie. You, what? You just killed you know, everyone. <laughs> Every. <laughs> you know, like, it's funny you say that. Like, you both had that reaction of like, oh, fuck Abby. I don't want to play as her. Mm. What a dick. But when, when, I, when I had to play as Abby, I was like, oh, shit. Here we go. Ooh. This this is this is where we all shift gears, isn't it? This is this is fucking crazy. I was not expecting this. As soon as Seattle Day Three ended, I was like, oh, "What's going to happen to Ellie? What's going to happen? Abby's here. What?" And then it was like Day One. I was like, "What? Yeah, what?" Yeah. And then you wake up as Abby. I was like, "No, that's no. when I knew they were taking it seriously. When it was yeah. like Day One Seattle, and you were Abby. I was like, "What the fuck?" You just know that you're going to have to then do the three days as well. Yeah. Right. When you went into it. And I was it, like both annoyed and happy about that at the same time. So the, the moment it kicked off with set of day one, I was kind of like, fuck. And I was like, no, this will be like a pared down version. It will be like three hours. Yeah. And it'll be really no, yeah. yeah. No, I, I was like, cool. This is, that would be nice and short. I would get back to the story and see the consequence of the story that I'm like clinging on to. Like, is she alive? Is she dead? Yeah. No, this is like, this could have been a whole separate fucking game at this point. It was huge. And mm. even down to like, I think I really kind of started hammering home. It wasn't when I was collecting weapons, but when I started collecting the skill books for Abby and mm. there was just as many and there was just as many upgrades for everything. I was like, all right, I'm really investing in this character, both from a story perspective, but uh, from a gameplay and I guess with world monetary perspective, it's like, 
what the hell is happening? Mm. I don't know about you guys, but initially when I first started playing as Abby and I was collecting stuff from the pills to upgrade her and stuff, mm. at first I was like, maybe this is going to carry over onto Ellie. Maybe anything I do yeah. here... I'm just doing a little bit with Abby and then it will like go over to Ellie instead. I was like, that doesn't really make sense to me, but as yeah. a gameplay mechanic, mechanic, that's kind of what I expected it to do. I think that's what I thought. And then, yeah, yeah like you said, when you see the all the stuff you like upgrade with Abby, I was like, oh shit, okay, I'm going to be her for a while. I now yeah. need to invest in her. At the beginning, I wasn't leveling up stuff or collecting things for her. I still kind of had in my mind Ellie. I did um, the same thing. Yeah, like, the exact same thing. It literally it got until it come up saying Seattle Day Two with Abby to me going, I should probably spend some of these pills. I just I was hoarding <laughs> them all for for like back to Ellie. Potentially like, well, getting them back get, to Ellie. Yeah, yeah. it's like well, Ellie's going to get these in the end. Like what am I doing? I was kind of like, oh no, I'm going to be with this character for a while. I should really improve her health and be able to craft a few more bloody bombs. Because I was just like, no, no, I'm, I'm saving this for my girl. And by the end of it, I was kind of like. Have as many pills as you want, Abby. Please have more pills. <laughs> and it like, it's a weird turn. You know what's interesting? Like, it's getting to getting to the end of day three with as Abby, mm. and you are, you know, you're you're against Ellie, and you have to you have to fight Ellie. Mm. I was like, I I fucking hate this so much. I hated it because you know yeah. you've. I you grew up with Ellie, didn't you? Like through the first game into this game, you're like you're fully with her mm. until you know Ellie fucking murders the person you kind of love, murders your friends. Tommy shoots one of your best mates in the face, like right next to you, and you're like, oh, like <laughs> it's, it's, I was it's, like, I love Tommy, I love yeah. him until he killed my friend. I'm like. Tommy's a dick, man. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, he was like fucking Tommy, and then it's like, why is he such a good sniper? This is stupid. <laughs> yeah. Also, I, I guess side note: how the hell did he have so much ammo on that sniper thing? Like that yeah, man. Do you know what I was thinking? He was the same thing when I was playing <laughs> it. Fuck was, I was he carrying like, those? When is he going to run out of ammo? Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. I was like, let's wait him out. It's fine. You were here, and like, oh crap, I'm out of ammo. Nope. Just, just every pocket he's got. Yeah. Just- <laughs> Jesus Christ, like a stuffed bra full of them. He's just pulling them out. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell, Tommy? Um, But I digress. It was a really cool set piece moment. So I I forgive that. Um, Yeah, uh, I guess getting back into. It got to that moment where they were facing off. And I I feel like we've jumped over a bunch of story that led up to this, but we'll kind of go back to it. But it got to that moment where they were facing off and you had experienced all of Abby's loss. And it wasn't just. Like El- Ellie's loss was Joel and nothing but Joel, but Joel was very mm. much the center because you played through the first game as Joel and you had this emotional connection to the- both these characters and their relationship. And I don't really feel like we got just how much losing him at this point in our life was until the very end of the game and realizing that literally the day before mm. they had kind of swept away everything of the first game. She's kind of like, no, yeah, let's, let's actually, let's try. I-, I want my dad back basically. Yeah. And I think that, that kind of little bullet point at the end of the game was like, oh, that's where it was super heart-wrenching. But when you're yeah. playing as Abby, your entire experience with Abby is like periodically losing people that you're closest to. Like, and when you find out that like the reasoning behind why she hunted Joel down, I was kind of like, I was that, that kind of won me on her side. I was kind of like, okay, I, I completely understand why she did what she did. Yeah. And then at the same time, respect her for not killing everyone else. Because for her, it was 
a focus on this one person. No one else has wronged me, just this man. Mm. Yeah. Which, um, yeah, how did you guys feel about that? Because like Ellie's approach was very different. It was like, you wronged me, everyone you love dies. I, I yeah. find, oh, Amy, do you want to go first? Sorry, I was just going to say, I think like with, with Ellie, I, I guess why she, not only was she obviously so angry at Abby that she took away her, her dad and she watched and begged her to stop like mm. the actual death of Joel was way more brutal than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, and it yeah. was heart-wrenching to, mm. to watch. Um, really so nice. like, yeah, but not only, I get that Ellie, not only is she angry at her for that, but also the fact that she took away her opportunity to even try and forgive Joel. I think there was a load of like guilt she had within herself that like she'd been off with him and mm. their like relationship was rocky. I think that, all of her anger was then aimed towards Abby was also like some of her own guilt that she felt because of the relationship between her and Joel and how she didn't have time to fix it before. Mm. You know, I think all of that just made like pure rage for her. And it was kind of, it was strange and kind of sad to watch because as the game goes on, you see Ellie just become more and more violent and aggressive. And like, you know, you can slowly see that kind of tear her apart, but yeah. I don't, I don't think I ever expected at the beginning of the game that she would quite go to that length. Like, I think she just went way too far. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, she definitely turned into a, a nasty character. I understand it, and I get that's what they were trying to make us do, but it was it was very shocking to kind of play through and see that get worse with each kind of person she was killing off. Mm. And jumping ahead a little bit, the bit that got me when I was playing as Abby was on day three, You've just done the war with the Scars. You've been on their island. They've mm. been through hell and back. And you know, you know exactly what she's going back to in yeah. the aquarium. That oh, to God. me, before yeah. they even got to the aquarium, I was like, this fucking sucks because I know exactly what she's like walking into. Yeah. I thought that was really well done. And it was a moment like that where I was like, I'm fully like Team Abby now. Like mm. I, I, I really feel for her. I think yeah. they did a lot of like really cool stuff with that. Yeah. yeah and I they agree. did they like even the way that they structured some of the story that like you mentioned earlier when when Ellie sees Joel die and <clears> kind <throat> of it all kind of focuses the noise leaves her it's just this ringing in her ears. And then when you see it from their point of view and the conversation that's actually going on between the characters of like leave her the fuck alone and Abby's kind of making sure they don't kill her it's like she she was so blindsided to that because of what she had just witnessed that she didn't kind of she didn't get the reasoning to it all which I mean you mm. kind of understand but it's just when you find that out throughout the game you're like fuck I, I, honestly it, like, as the game progresses I'm just won over by Abby more and more and it was just I never expected that I never expected any of that through the story and yeah. I guess we should touch upon the, the, the final kind of conflict at the very end of this game where you do play as Ellie a few months later on, and this is after Abby's been taken hostage by rednecks. Are we calling them um, the Rattlers? The, Californians. the Rattlers. Thank you. The Rattlers. The Rattlers. That's, thank that's you, baby. Um, <laughs> yeah, and she'd been like, I, after two months of this, fully malnourished. You could see her like muscles were just going into dystrophy. She'd shrunk down to a, a husk of the person that she was that you'd played through this entire game. And Ellie could see that. She was kind of taken aback by it. And they got on that boat. But still, Ellie just couldn't forgive. 
She'd seen like the everything this girl had gone through. She still wanted that revenge. She still needed that. I think the fact that it got so close to the end of her almost killing her and then she finally stops, it was kind of like a enough is enough kind of point. Yeah. Like if I kill her, someone will come after me and then they kill me. Some it, It's just a yeah. cycle of vengeance. It's like she's got to put a stop to this. Yeah. And it was a very brutal journey to come to that realization for her, but it's a, I guess it's the small bit of light at the end of this very dark tunnel was this. I feel like for Ellie, she, li- she literally lost everything when she had everything to gain. Yeah. She lost mm-hmm. everything. Like, as soon as the, I like to see it as as soon as the game finished. The game finished for me when she was on the farm with Dina. It's yeah. Like, that's yeah. that's when she should have been like, all right, you know, I've just had this tussle with Abby. She's obviously a force to be reckoned with. Mm. I'm going to, I'm just going to have to leave it. I'm going to have to, you know, try and fight this on my own or with Dina to help me. And, you know, we've got a baby, we've got a family. Let's, I want to focus on that. Yeah. But everything after that point, she loses Dina. She loses her ability to play the guitar, which, yeah. which is yeah. like, for me, that was like, oh my God, the one, the one thing to tie you to Joel you yeah. you you threw it a bit. You threw it away because your revenge just completely took over you. Mm. You know the one thing that's important was obviously I'm going to teach you how to play guitar, Ellie. You know, oh wicked! Now I can play it. Even like there's a bit towards the end where like it's such a cool gameplay thing where you're just playing it on the touch bar of the controller. Yeah. There's a point where you're playing it, but then she's playing it on her own as well. Like throughout the like the first sections of the game, you're playing the guitar on its own. Like, but towards the end, you strum a bit and then she actually plucks a few strings on her own. And I'm mm. like, so she knows how to play. She knows yeah. what she's doing completely. And so now did, she did now you lost it. Did you get those moments where I, so I, I don't know if you saw this or not, because by the sounds of it, you didn't experience it, but I really hope you did. Was in the Seattle day one in the open world area. Did you oh, go no, to the I, music shop? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I okay, saw, good. I saw a take on me. Yeah. It was beautiful. I was like, that, Amy, did you? Oh, no, I don't know. <gasps> did I miss Whoa. a whole thing? Yeah. Oh, okay, so Wait, Seattle, what happened? What so, happened? Let me. So in Seattle day one, you could go into lots of different buildings. And one of the buildings you could go into was a derelict music shop. So you go in. Oh, wait, really no, much to find. no, I did do this. Yes. Okay. okay. Sorry. Okay. I was taking Phew. a minute. Because that was. God. I was like, it was such a beautiful moment. I was like, yeah, oh, it was wow. really nice. It was taking me a moment to, to think of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because okay. I mean, yeah. but that's the mad part is that you could fully miss that. You never need to, like, there's a couple of buildings that you need to go into, but that's yeah. not one of them. And that's such a poignant moment to me. And I think to a lots of people that played this game, because it was this, you, everyone has such an emo- emotional tie to music because it is such an emotional medium. Yeah. That if you missed that, that would have sucked missing it. But I guess there's a reason, hey, go back and play this game again. Like if you're listening yeah. to this and you miss that, firstly, Secondly, go back and play it. Like, just go and experience <laughs> that bit again. What's wrong with you? Right, listen to this first, but then go and do it. I I think, right, just to go go back to the um, Ellie losing everything kind of thing. Yes. Uh, it was interesting to see the parallels between Abby, Ellie, and Joel. Mm. Like, I find that um, Joel in the first game, I think you mentioned this to me, Luca, and I was like, oh, wow, I can't yeah. not get that out of my head now. Like the parallels between Joel and Abby, 
both um, kind of finding their humanity again in someone else. Mm. So obviously with Joel, it was with Ellie and with Abby, it was with Lev and the other Seraphite girl. I can't remember her name. Yara. Yara, that's the one. And, you know, that, that whole situation, you know, I was like, oh, wow. Luca, you're a genius. That's right. amazing. And <laughs> I do my best. <laughs> and then just seeing, I, and then I see Ellie, like, I'm trying to see what the parallel is for her. It must have been like, she lost her humanity completely. Yeah. So, so I, like. The, oh, way, the, way, I, the way I see uh, Ellie and Abby, I see that Abby is almost the future of what Ellie could be. So they both... They have the same thing happen to them, right? They both lose their father. But Abby, she goes down the same path of like revenge. She wants Joel. She spends like years searching for him. And you see that her relationship with Owen then deteriorates because of that. Like he just wants to like set up in the aquarium. He like doesn't want to be part of the fighting anymore. But she is still like hooked on this lead that she has to follow. The same thing happens for like Ellie with Dina. She could have let it go on. They could have been happy there with their kid together, but she couldn't let go of that lead. And that ended up having an effect on their relationship. I feel like everything Abby goes through is exactly what we play Ellie kind of doing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And like, you know, Abby goes through all that. She gets what she wants. She kills Joel. Um, and yet she's still struggling. Like you play as her and when they're at the like wolf headquarters and stuff, like, She's been picking up extra shifts because she can't, like, she needs to keep busy. Like, her mind is not settled. I think she had put so much of her problems and hate and, like, herself into the death of Joel and just that one goal that once she'd completed that, she thought it would solve all her problems, and it didn't. And she was just kind of, yeah, at that space of, like, fuck, now what? And it is just her then kind of finding herself again. And I think she does that through, yeah, Yara and Lev. But I do feel like you see Ellie going through the same stuff and and even Tommy as well, like because he can't let go and then him getting like a divorce and stuff towards the end of the game, like because he cannot let go yeah. of the fact of like he wants revenge and stuff. And I, I feel like that moment, especially in the end scene, the, the the final scene where Abby and Ellie are fighting, like Abby got everything she wanted. She got revenge. She got all this stuff, but then she lost absolutely everything in the process. She lost all her friends. She lost everything. And then yet here she is still fighting. And like, she looks totally different. When I first saw her hung up on that post, I was like, that's not Abby. That's like a random character. I didn't even recognize her at first. And I do wonder if there was a moment of like Ellie of like looking at her and being like, this hasn't achieved her. It's like looking into her future. It hasn't achieved anything. For her, she still ended up in this really shitty like situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just think they both go through so much loss and the exact same type of loss. I think it's just, yeah, different different timelines. I feel like Abby is the future of what Ellie ends up doing, but luckily she kind of hopefully yeah. corrects herself, but I don't know if it was too late for that. Yeah. yeah. I, there was, I guess the some other... Another focus of the game when it got to the farm was showing showing Ellie living with this PTSD of seeing Joel die in front of her and everything she did along the way. Yeah. And it was it was interesting. I've never seen a game kind of tackle that kind of stuff. Like I, I've seen games tackle 
very immediate kind of things, a bit like Spec Ops Align, but never focusing on like this. Like she had finally become happy with with Dina and their kid. And I mean, the kid had grown up to, he was like one years old. So this was a good while after this had happened. Yeah. And this PTSD was so severe for her that like she was seeing things. It was ruining her life that she, she had to, she get, had to give up everything up to try and get rid of it or to get some sort of resolution or what she hoped would be a resolution for it. Yeah. Never seen a game do something like that before. I thought that was a very, very, very <laughs> interesting and really nice bit of storytelling. Like, it, obviously, yeah, it's a storytelling that leads into like the final act and the final bit of set piece moments, but it was the reasoning behind it didn't feel like, oh, I've got to go killing for killing's sake. It, it felt there was, it gave everything proper and horrifying purpose. You know, the the one thing I wish happened instead of fighting Abby, mm. I just wish they talked to each other. Yeah. I like a mm. like a conversation. I I I wish that with all my heart. That they were like, you know what? So do I. Let's just let's just both let's just socially distance in these uh speedboats and just let's just let's just have a chat, guys. Let's just talk about it. Why not? Yeah. But no. You had to have your Lord of the Rings moment and get your fingers bit off. <laughs> Which I was uh, like, I, when, whenever that happens, I go ah, like mm. every time. I'm like, ooh, don't want that, man. Don't want it. And when I, that going, like you was talking about like how you could play the guitar in this game at, at the very end, where you go to play the guitar and you have the chords, but then when you strike stroke and down, like the strings are missing or they come up red because you can yeah. no longer do that. Mm. And it it really like you could obviously see it and she picks up, but. Making you have that kind of feeling of like, oh, you can no longer do this as a player because she can no longer do this yeah. really so you know ties what? you to that character. That was kind of missed on me the first time. It was only kind of after I had time after playing the game and kind of re-watching some bits online that I kind of picked up on that. I, When I was initially playing that scene, I was like, she shouldn't be able to play this song, but I felt like she was. I didn't pick up on mm. the red lines being missed or that it wasn't like how it should be the first yeah. time. It was only kind of afterwards. So I don't think for me, because I missed that detail, that scene, that guitar moment didn't hit me as right. much as what it was like meant to represent. I just felt like it wasn't so clear. I think it's because of like the game man, like game mentality I have of like, oh, she, the sound will still sound the same, even though yeah. she's like missing fingers. Like I was kind of taken out by that and questioning it instead of realizing, oh wait, she isn't actually able to play it properly. I I don't know. For me, I think I was just maybe not focusing in the right area. I kind of <laughs> missed it a little bit. Sure. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm sure other people have missed it in the same way. But well, I'm, um, I'm sure they did because that, that is something that this game does a lot and something that I, f I felt like every time I was going to do something in the game, I was like, well, this would make sense if I did this in real life and I'd do it and it, it just worked. And it was the same thing in the story. And it was kind of like, I was like, she shouldn't be able to play this in the game, but it's a game, so she will. And then she comes back to it and starts playing it. Like, oh no, she can't because mm. she's lost this kind of stuff. So like she didn't start C6 Steven it with a fucking three strings. No, she she can't play anymore. It was like, yeah. huh. Like, there was lots of those moments throughout the game. And oh, I mean, the, I think- we'll, attention we'll, to detail in that game. Yeah. Mm. I, I think those moments are part of that for me is um, the gameplay, which we're going to get into probably- uh, next because um, it feels like it ties nicely into it but another bit of the story that I did want to get into before we moved on from story was 
the stories that are told in the collectibles of this world. Like it's something that Naughty Dog's been doing for a good few games at this point. I think it started in the first Last of Us. Um, what was the one that you brought up earlier, George? Was it Ishmael? I think it was, um, his name's Ishmael in the first game. I think you yeah. find his the first note in a like a, a I can't remember if it was like a dinghy or like some kind of ship that was kind of like beached on the shore. Yeah, before you go into the sewers. Oh, um, dude, Ishmael's cool. And it was it was those sort of things that they've they've been doing, and they they did that pretty cool in the last verse, but. Something never drew me to reading them. And then in Uncharted 4, they did it again. I started reading them towards the end of the game and realizing that it was this parallel story as you were going through the environment, you were being told about the the downfall of this pirate society and the conflicts between them. It was, like, it was a really good kind of enhancement of the story you were going with. It was all perfectly tied in. And in this game, it was probably the first game, other than say Bioshock, where like you could just play them in the background as you're playing games, that I read everything I picked up. I don't normally do that in games, but there's something that every time I read something in this game, it tied in and told more of the world to me. And it was so perfectly done. And one that really stuck to me, especially in my second playthrough, that I'm like, I'm halfway through at the moment, so there's probably more than just this one. But there was a story in Hillcrest of Boris the Archer and his daughter Sophia. I don't know if, did you guys, um, like in the Hillcrest level, there's a, a little workbench that you can find. And on a sofa, there's a, a drawing of this guy with like an archery bow. And he's kind of like world's best dad archer or something like that. And she's like, that's eh, kind of a cool drawing. And she kind of puts it down. Is, that's when you get the bow, right? Yeah. So this is like the beginning of like the lead up to where you get the bow. And yeah. this whole story ends with that clicker that you get the bow from is Boris. And it's his mm. story. It's the story leading of this like one character that you come into contact with as a clicker. You kill him, you get a bow. And you can go through just thinking, oh, it was just a... I missed that bit. Yeah, I missed, right. like, I missed the note. I, I picked up all the notes I came across, I picked up and I read mm. all of them. Um, but for some reason, I must have just not put that bit together. I didn't realise that when I got yeah. the bow. I know there was lots of other moments like that in the game where I went in and then there's like a room of like, you know, clickers and stuff. And I was like, mm. oh, shit. These are the people who've been leaving the notes. Okay, so no, this is the mad part. It's like <laughs> this story isn't just like, oh, here's a cool drawing. This is Boris. There's a few bits of um, collectibles that you can pick up, and it tells the story of how he got to that moment, and basically the story of Hillcrest. And I've kind of jotted it down on like cliff notes as I went through because it's like this is bloody brilliant, and I'm sure there's more of them than just Hillcrest, but like this one really stuck to me because it used the environment to tell the story as well as just these notes. So. You go down, there's a workbench, and it has an artifact with a drawn Boris Archer. His daughter Sophia drew that thing. She's a little draw artist, which is great. As you go into town, um, there's a fuck the WLF graffiti sprayed on this kind of WLF flag. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sophia did that, his daughter. The WLF, this military group that kind of come in and took over for the military that were there already, that were meant to like make everything better, did not like the fact that their name was being slandered found out that Sophia did it and killed her for doing this. Sophia was a 14 or 16 year old daughter at the time, murdered him. And Boris was kind of like, what the hell? These people are meant to come in and put some order in society. And they were trying to, at this point, get everyone that lived there out into the, the, the stadium. And some people were hesitant to doing it. Some people were like really up for doing it. And the moment they killed her, Everyone else in the society was kind of like, no, no, we have kids too. Let's follow their order. Otherwise, they could kill our kids if we say anything bad about them. And yeah. it kind of became like this little police state. 
Boris was furious at the residents for appeasing the WF in response to his daughter's murder. So you're like, what, what did he do? You, there's like this dumpster that you can move. And behind the, this dumpster, there's like a room full of clickers. It's full of spores. And there's a little safe in there. And Ellie makes a comment saying like, Jesus Christ, they were locked in here. Boris, in a note later, his confession note, he hunted down all the WF people in the town left over, poisoned their drinks enough to knock them out and dragged them into this spore room and then locked them into this room Yo. so that they could so they could Fuck. turn together and live in torment as his revenge to them doing this to his daughter. And right at the end, the last one who's bringing in woke up and they go into a rough and tumble and he got bit. And that's why he turns into a clicker at the end is because him doing this, him locking them in, at the very end, he just kind of gets infected as well. And he's like content with, fuck it. They've now come to justice. They can live in horror altogether for what they did to my daughter. And then you find Boris at the end with his bow and you end Boris's story. And it's like wow. this fantastic Damn. kind of that's sick, man. Deep fucking tell that the first playthrough, I missed everything other than Boris and the drawing. And the second playthrough, as I'm going through, I'm making sure I find every collectible. I'm going through everything, like, because if you, it, it shows like if you've missed any collectibles and like something out of something. So I'm making sure I can find them all. And I kind of read through this story and it's kind of like, Jesus Christ, there must be loads of these just scattered around telling events of the location you're in or certain characters. And it's something that I don't really see in many video games. And this is kind of just, I think this is the kind of thing that elevates Naughty Dog's storytelling is they're not just telling one story, they're telling multiple stories that you can choose to find. And if you, the more time you put into the game, the more things you hunt out and find, the more you're kind of rewarded with these side stories. Yeah. Yeah. Would you go, I, would you, I do think that's kind of a, I do think that's done in quite a few other games though. Maybe yeah. not to the same extent as this. I feel like there yeah. was a lot more notes uh, for some reason that pops into my mind. Uh, Portal 2 did like a little yeah yeah with like what's he called like Ratman or something can't remember what it was but yeah like the environment of storytelling yeah. yeah in Portal 1 and 2 where you you find the rooms and they use that to tell the story of what happened in Aperture Labs so it's like that was a really that's a really cool yeah way of doing and it. there's like in Portal 2 like there's loads of like little areas and that that if you get into that you can see that someone's been living there and there's all scribbles on the wall yeah. and stuff like that like that's a lot more simpler I think than what like they've done here in Last of Us 2 I think they've taken it to the next level because there is so many stories in it and I think the great thing about that is it makes the world feel more real it makes yeah. like it feel mm. like even though it's like barren now there's like no one around it makes you realize all the people that were here and all the individual stories that were going on at the same time um I, I really like that side to it I think it adds a lot more yeah a lot more to the world mm. Yeah. Like the only game before this that kind of like hit home like that for me was I think it was Bioshock Infinite and you found all the what were they called in Bioshock the the tape that you find you'd stick into your thing and listen to them as you play in the game which first of all games should just do that if you have a an audio log don't make me sit in a bloody menu just play it as I'm playing the game Ugh. but I digress they did a really good job with that and it told the the whole story I think it was the Lucille twins that actually invented the floating city and the technology and if you listen through them all you got this kind of the history to Colombiana and then at the end uh, you saw the downfall of it but you could listen to the rise of it and it was like it was a really cool way of balancing the stories out so I like any game that does this but there was something about the way that they did it in The Last of Us Part 2 that just I don't know maybe it's just because it's the most recent game I played with that in and there's lots of other games that 
I played this generation that didn't have it done so well. Um, that I thought just needed to be mentioned because good on him. You got enough people saying that this is a badly written game. It's like it's fucking not, is it? It's really bloody well written. Even the side stuff is really well written. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Any any last thoughts on the story before we move on to the next topic? Uh, I'm sure we'll probably dip in and out of story mm. stuff as it comes up. I feel like we've sure just done like jumped around a fair yeah. bit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure we <laughs> will. There's a lot of stuff in in the story, isn't there? People, uh, sorry, people need to stop uh, hating on Abby because she's jacked. It explains yep. it in the story why she's so big. Yeah, leave it, just leave it out. Well, that, that's that's a whole <laughs> that's a whole part of the story. Is like her like the, her physicality is part of the driving force of kind of it shows her dedication to hunting down Joe. It's like becoming yeah. someone that could take on this what they perceive to be devil in their yeah. eyes. It's kind of like. Like yeah. If you if you're going to fight the actual devil, you're not going in a weedy, are you? You're getting jacked to do it because yeah. you want to be able to take a few punches. And yeah, so there, yeah. There, there's one other point that I kind of just remembered. It's um, it's it's actually during the set piece with Ab- a bit with Abby when I think it's all on the Seraphite Island where the WLF are invading oh. them, and you're going through, and you finally kind of got Yara and Lev back together. And then was it Isaac and his lot capture you yeah. and kill Yara in front of you? Yeah. And you're like, Fuck, mm. you know, like that hit home. And then just Lev's reaction to it of him just kind of seeing Abby and it's like, these are your people. And she's like, no, you're my people. And it was this kind of switch. You saw that internal switch where I'm like, I'm not part of this. This is not what yeah. I stand yeah, up yeah. for. I need to get the fuck out of this. <clears throat> I My job now is to look after this kid. And you're like, it was this amazing turning point that that like that just oh, man. sentence stuck with me of like no oh, you're my she's people. She's so great, man. Abby's amazing. Oh, the one oh, problem so I have good. with that scene though mm, is is I like that. Yeah, she's she's now with Lev and she sees all the like shit that Wolf has done and stuff. But I do think like you go from those cutscenes and then you're running away and there's a specific level. I remember it because I died a few times. Um, (laughs) There's a bit where like the WLF are searching for you and like everything's kind of flooded and it's like a broken down building and you need to kill a load of them to get through to the other side. The only problem I felt with that level is I didn't feel like I was given a choice. I Mm. felt like I was forced to kill the WLF and I feel like although Abby would have done, I don't think she would have killed them how I killed them as a player. (laughs) Like... (laughs) I think there should have been more options for me to sneak around or to do a minimum kills. Whereas on that bit, maybe there was just stuff I was missing, but I felt like the only way through that level was by taking out a shit ton of them. And even though she has just switched sides, these are still people she knows and live with and are friends and like, you know, part of her community. Even if you have decided against them all, doesn't mean that they should all pay for it as well. And I do feel like, the gameplay kind of clashed with the story in that sense. I don't think I should have been able to kill them in that way, or I should have at least been given the choice to spare a few of them, or maybe even a little bit more dialogue of like Abby trying to shout or reason at them. Even if there was just like one character that was just Mm. like, I'm not going to do it, Abby. Like that just turns a blind eye. And then it's up to you as the player whether you kill them or not. If there was just a couple of those moments in there, I feel like it would have kept it, 
to the world a bit more. But it to me, that moment, because I died and it took me out of the kind of flow of it, mm. it was just like, oh, I feel like I'm playing a level now and not playing the story as Abby. I tried to sneak around and not kill many, but it just felt like the game was forcing me to turn against the Ogun kind. <clears throat> and I, I don't think she would have done that that quickly or killed that many people because all of them yeah. recognized her by like name they're like it's abby so like, yeah, they're like abby's over there and you're like yeah yeah bitch yeah so like <laughs> i feel like there should have been a few more moments where like yeah. there was just a couple of lines yeah. of like please don't and then they turn and then it's up to you to like fight back i just felt like that was a little bit missing and that bit kind of jarred to me the difference between the story i'm watching and the story i'm playing yeah. i think yeah, I think they could have added a little bit more there to make it feel all as one kind of cutscene, really, instead of like, you've watched a cutscene, now you're playing the level, now yeah. like a cutscene. Do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah, that's actually that's a really fair. good point that I never yeah. thought of. But I think you're spot on with that, yeah. Because mm. that is something that has kind of been a criticism of Naughty Dog games. Like, I love the model you're, and I don't. I kind of turn a blind eye to the criticism that this is. It's what the term ludonarrative dissonance, where what you're doing in the game contradicts the character and the story that you're playing. And like that's been a thing in um in Chart Games forever. They're like and like you're playing this kind of happy or lucky guy that scraps and gets by the skin of his teeth and is meant to be this super likable, nice guy. And you go fucking murder like a thousand people throughout <laughs> the game. And they're like, <laughs> So like that is that is kind of I that is a problem with like storytelling in gaming when especially when you're doing the the game part of it and the game part of it is you gotta kill a bunch of people. And that is kind of mm. something that I think Naughty Dog did well enough in this game, but I think this is a a point where they probably kind of could have done it a little bit better and refined it. Because you're right, like going from like these are my people, I was I was on their side, and I'm now kind mm. of want to leave them to they're all deserved to die now. Screw it. it was kind of a bit much. Yeah, mm. yeah. I feel like I feel like it could have been quite an easy fix. I say easy. I don't know how to make games, but I, I feel like. <laughs> The, the easy fix would have just been to see some of those like NPCs that you're killing feel more like people instead of bodies that are just in a room that you're killing. Because the whole point of the game is to make you like question who's the good guy, who's the bad guy, and see the like sides of everything. And yeah. I feel like they just could have had a couple of NPCs that there was a moment where they didn't know what to do. They didn't know whether to fight Abby or not. Yeah. Or like I just think a couple of lines of dialogue in there could have just like brought that all together a little bit more. And like I say, give me an option to to sneak around and not necessarily only have to kill like a couple. Yeah. Um, this this particular level, I just felt like there's no way for me through this other than taking out like nearly all of them, basically. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that that kind of ruined it ruined it for me. Just just that bit. It didn't ruin Abby. It didn't ruin all of it because I at the end of the day, I'm still like, okay, this is game. But now it feels like separate feels like this is gameplay separate from the story and yeah. up until that point there was some maybe a few other moments of it but most of the time i'd felt like they'd intertwined quite nicely mm. um mm. but there was a few moments where i was like you you're not giving me an option as a player to like do this slightly differently and when i say option i don't mean like like detroit becoming human where like yeah. different options change the outcome of the game it's just how you decide to like attack players or there's like multiple routes like through a level i think mm. just that option would would have helped it a lot yeah or even if it was the sort of thing that you could have just like knocked them out rather than outright kill them yeah that would yeah, have been just a simple like, choice there 
Exactly. If that was an option that was like just for that level or just for that bit, that mm. maybe instead of like killing the wolves, she knocked them out instead. And like, I I think that would have been would have been a lot better way to go. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I think that's that's valid criticism. It's like, I for me, this is still a masterpiece of a game, but there are oh, yeah. there are, there, are, there are still criticisms to be had with it because I mean, nothing's yeah. truly perfect. Like, and that's the thing, right? Like, mm. it's I love the game overall, and I think. There's a lot of people out there who maybe didn't like the game, didn't enjoy it and stuff. And it's hard because of all this like rubbish hate that's going towards the personal people and like, you know, a lot of people not liking that there's a trans character in it and stuff like that. Yeah. Because there's all of this crap surrounded by like, there is genuine criticisms in there in terms of gameplay, but there's just all this other like cloud of crap around it. Yeah. Uh, it It's hard to see like, what's people just hating and what's people like generally having issues with like gameplay or like story stuff you know i think they get kind of mixed up and yeah yeah i i had a friend that was talking to you the other day and he read through all the last of us part two leaks that came out like a month before the game release mm. i was like firstly and he went out of his way to read them so i might as well read them I was like why but he did um, and like one of them, by the sounds, it was like there's a trans character, and he was kind of like, oh, so Abby's this trans character because she's big and muscular. I was like, no, she's not. In yeah. The... But like mm. a lot of people went into it it's like, you play as a trans character, you never ever do. Um, no. Lev is the trans character, and it's like part of that is the reason that he's being hunted by the people that raised him because yeah. of who he is. And I was like, that was the story that was being told from this, and it was a fantastic way of bringing that that society into it and seeing their views and things without kind of hammering home like they're bad because they believe this it's like no yeah and, and it's like they're just as bad as the walls just in different ways in people's eyes yeah um yeah. so yeah I, I feel like for some reason if you've listened to all this and you haven't played the game because you play as trans character go and play the fucking game jesus yeah <laughs> and Honestly. also like i i felt like lev was a really good character and the fact that he's trans is it's part of his story. I didn't think it was like, hmm. I was a bit worried. Like when I first heard about Last of Us 2 and I heard about uh, Ellie being a lesbian and stuff, at first for me, I was a bit like, oh, okay. But hear me out. The reason hmm. I was like that was because I think there's a history in games of, especially with female characters, of them being lesbian and then being sexualized. Yeah. And then their like sexual preference then being sexualized towards a male audience and stuff. And I was really worried that they were going to do that with Ellie and yeah, just sexualize it all instead of actually just representing like her as a character through yeah. it. Um, but I was, I was surprised. I didn't feel like they did it like that, but it, initially I was a little bit worried that that was the route they were going to go down. Mm. And a similar thing with like hearing about that, they were putting a trans character in it. I was like, Oh, is it going to be a thing of like, we're just putting it in to keep people happy. But it didn't yeah. feel like that at all to me. I felt like it was relevant to the story. Lev was a great character. Mm. Like it was, he needed to be there. And his story was an interesting one and one we haven't seen in games before no. and not very often. And I think that's a really bold move and beneficial for everyone because you get to play and see more interesting stories that you maybe don't get to see otherwise yeah so i think yeah. it's in everybody's yeah. interest to have like a broader representation of people yeah yeah i couldn't have put I, that better myself amy neither do yeah. i i I, there's, uh, I have nothing to add to that because yeah that was pretty awesome. damn perfect <laughs> <laughs> and I, I that feels like a really good note to leave off of on the on the story front 
Let's move into gameplay. All right. Can I can I start? Yes, you can start the gameplay of The Last of Us Part 2. Go for it. Uh, when Ellie <laughs> got shot with the arrow by the Seraphites, I immediately yeah. felt that. Immediately. Yes. Like, I was playing it, and then it happened. I was like, ah, what the fuck? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> but, all right. I think my, my main takeaway is um, Abby was more fun to play. For Ooh. me. Okay. Personally. Because... As much as I like playing as Ellie, like, you know, the whole stealth combat stuff, that is mainly what Ellie was about. She's got her knife, you know, she can take out clickers and stuff, uh, which is super useful. Yeah. That's so good. But at the same time, I I played on the moderate difficulty, like just normal. So does I. To like experience it. Playing as Abby was just like, literally there was a moment and it's, uh, it's, it's Seattle day one as Abby and you're walking through this abandoned train yard and like all the seraphites are at the other end and they're kind of walking up to you. I I was like, I was like, I'm not even gonna take cover. And I just, <laughs> I just like got out. Bam. Bam. I was like, Abby's so cool. Like, this is literally you've just started playing this. And you're like, who the fuck is this girl? And you're like, nah. It was so good. Honestly. And like, because and Luca, you brought it up again, and you're a genius for it. But she played, I mean. She plays a lot like how Joel did in the first game, you know, like kind of brutish and like, you know, something I love about it is like, you know, when you run in this game, it really feels like you're fucking going for it. And like, if you run and then hit someone, you feel that so bad. Yeah. And playing as Abby, I felt that so much. And that's part of why I enjoyed the first game so much, because it was just, it doesn't, not, it doesn't matter about stealth. Let's just beat the shit yeah. out of someone. <laughs> like, that's the... That's ah, oh, she was so fun to play. I just love Abby so much. Yeah, I I, I felt the same. Like it, that's kind of, it's a game of two styles, and it's, it, it's yeah. I think that it, they, it helps characterize both characters and kind of who they are and their approach to stuff like combat. And you even get it when you're fighting up against um, Ellie at the when, when they finally go and settle day three. I, mm. Their approach where Ellie is sneaking around, laying traps, trying to throw stuff, and you're just like, where are you? I'm a I'm gonna throw a bottle and knock you. your head off. I'm gonna batter you, man. She goes into this with just bare fists and like, yeah, all right, I've got, I've got a glass bottle. I might have a brick. That's about it. That's all oh, I yeah. need because I got the cannons going. Yeah, and, <laughs> and that's kind of for me. It was like, yeah, she is, and that that was the the main difference. Is Ellie is nimble. She's sneaky. She has her pen knife because her whole thing is, I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna take him out quick and silent. Where yeah. Abby's approach to it is like, oh, if I need to go combat wise, I'm a, I'm gonna just break the neck because knives are a bit too cumbersome for me. I've, yeah. I, I've got some hands that would do the trick. You're like, fair <laughs> enough. Um, and like, the part where it kind of clicks, like, oh my god, she's the Joel gameplay, and that's, and it, which ties into her character perfectly because she's the Joel story in this by like adopting Lev and stuff. Is yeah, when the clicker first attacked me, I was kind of like, oh, that's cool. I've got my knife, and I was like, wait. Abby doesn't have a knife. I'm about to die because I didn't craft yeah. fucking shiv. Yeah. I have to craft shivs again, like I did in the first game. It's kind of like, oh god, and that, like that small bit of gameplay helped drive the story, which helped drive the gameplay again. Which was, I'm playing as Joel again, except this is hopefully going to have a better <laughs> ending. It was like, all right, this is. It was a really nice kind of approach to it. Of like, she could also she could beat them to death. 
with her yeah. bare fists. Like you could go like yeah. hand-to-hand combat with a runner, no problem, which was all right, this girl is this it's, is a it's girl. Fun. I loved it's it. It's fun gameplay. Yeah. It's it's yeah. just fun to play as Abby and like especially because you've been playing that beginning bit as Ellie and kind of sneaking around and being a bit more careful. When yeah. you do get Abby, you're just like yeah, fucking come on, mate. And just yeah, like, take them. it's great. Let's yeah. fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> They're taking the shackles off you like, Ava, do, you yeah. do you. Yeah. Honestly. It's really, really good. Uh, um, can I can yeah. I just bring up one more thing? Mate, and I'm yeah, sure of course. It will, it will like, I'm sure it will spark a whole thing. It's fine. We're only an hour in. We're, we're probably going to go on for a lot more. <laughs> so, okay. So just, oh man, section of the game. You know, you think you're doing really well. And you're like, you know what? Got my gun, killing people. So fun, right? Mm-hmm. Until they introduce fucking dogs in the game. You're just like, oh, sneaking around. That's fine. And it's like, oh, go on, boy. Find her. And you're like, what? Well, yeah. now, now I leave a trail. Now I have to keep moving and not structure where I'm going to go and now I have to worry about a dog that might find me and then bark mm. and then everyone's going to fucking kill me <laughs> <laughs> wow this is so stupid <laughs> I hated it so I was like nah and like I throwing know. glass bottles and stuff I was like no it's yeah, so you're difficult like, boy, fetch and yeah. like, oh, <laughs> honestly so I, I, I knew dogs were in this game because it was one of the things that they were talking about very early on in the gameplay. I was like, ah, oh, cool. That, that seems like a good mechanic. It's going <clears> to <throat> be really annoying. But you know what? I'm going to go through this without killing any dogs because apparently you can do that. The first time you meet a dog, I was kind of like, perfect. I expertly took out every other person. The dog was there, killed his owner. Dog goes, oh, sees you and goes, fuck you. Comes, tears at your fucking neck. I was uh. like, what? <laughs> no, 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 no. Leave me alone, dog. I, 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 I spared you. And tears at your neck. You're like, all right, let's try this again. Maybe I, maybe I messed up. Again, expert took out everyone else, got the cycle down, got the dog, ran away from the dog thinking, where's the ending of this level? Let's just run to the end of the level. Dog still got me. Dog still tear my neck out of. Yeah. And that was the moment that my Ellie hated dogs and fucking <laughs> shot them the, the moment she saw them for the rest of the game. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my first thing was like I'm not killing the owner I'm going for the fucking dog and then the owner can yeah. cry about the dog while I shoot him in the head after because fuck you I love well, dogs in real life my in heart the game, broke I every dog. time yeah, no, I killed a dog yeah. I could not handle it I love dogs I love all animals mm. killing the dogs I did the exact same thing as you Luca like the first time I was like I'm not killing the dog I took out everyone else instead and I thought you know what now everyone's gone the dog will probably just like run off or mm. you know I don't need to kill it and it just doesn't give you a choice. And like, that's that's kind of another one of my criticisms about the game is just those little those little bits of choices of like a player. Give me an option that I can save the dog or, or not, yeah. you know, stab it to death. It's it's so brutal. Kind of just um, bonk it on the head with a bit of like wood and then it goes to sleep and I'm fine. Just let me bonk yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, it felt See. too brutal. I hated killing the dogs. And yeah. then they make you feel so guilty for it as well. Like by shouting out, so when you're in the scene at the hospital, when you're Ellie, mm. and there's a particular dog that every time I killed it, the owner would shout out, Bear. The little dog is called Bear. Oh. And I was like, this dog is adorable and I want to pet Bear. And I got to <laughs> later on as Abby, so I was happy. But still, 
I, but that, that so, was even more heartbreaking. You got exactly. to put it as bear as Abby. Like I shot bear in the face earlier. I, I, said, <laughs> I know you're ending because I end you. <laughs> when I was what playing, when I was playing as Abby, and I got to pet bear, I said to my boyfriend who was watching at the time, I was like, "I'm going to pet this dog." the same amount of times that I killed the dog as Ellie because <laughs> I was like, I need to make up. I need to make up for it for this dog. I will play fetch with you. I will pet you. I'm so sorry for what's about to happen to you in your future. Like, and they really make you feel guilty for that. Yeah. And oh, um, yeah. it's a bit mean. It's, oh it's, it's very mean. I um, played fetch for so long with that dog after because I was like, no, no, <sighs> it's fine. It's fine. And then just because I thought, I wonder if you can do this in the game. I threw the ball over the fence because <laughs> just wondering if you could do it and then the dog goes oh you're like oh, oh no fuck, I've got rid of his treats like, oh. it's like oh I feel like the worst person I might as well have shot him in the face again oh, <laughs> you, you hurt him twice Luke I you know. hurt him every chance he got I killed that him while he was dog. heartbroken about his ball getting lost oh mate oh, oh, I, just, I was like, like can you do this oh you can do this oh 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 <laughs> it made me think there's lots like, of that for the game there's a there's a great Twitter account called Can You Pet the Dog? Yeah. And it's like, you know, it goes through like every video game you could ever think of and be like, can you? And it, it says yes or no, you can or you can't. And I was like, you can pet the dog in this game, but you can yeah. also do horrible things to them. I think, isn't there another one called like, does the dog die? I don't know if that's just for movies, <laughs> but I think there is one of does the dog right. die and it's for movies. I think there's one for games as well. Oh, um man. Yeah, oh, because oh. it 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 hurt me every time. I absolutely hated killing the dogs. Not only because they were annoying, like well, I liked killing them because they were annoying as a like game mechanic. I didn't yeah. like the dogs, yeah. but like the animal lover in me just really, yeah. really struggled no, I, with it. And especially I, I, when I they would shout too. out their names, it's so brutal. Oh, no. Yeah, I I completely agree with you. It was oh, it was just gross. I remember the, the first time you have to do it. It's like no, oh. And then even like at the very end, well, I say the very end, Seattle day three, when you're playing as Ellie and you mm. burst into the aquarium and uh, mm. Abby's dog sees oh, you no. and you kill Abby's dog. And then when you play Seattle day three as Abby, you walk in on it and it's like, yeah. oh, no, it's not even that. It's you play as Abby, then you fall in love with the dog. You bring Lev back and Lev's scared yes. of the dog and Lev pets yeah. the dog. And you realize yeah. this is just a lovely dog. Oh, look at the cute doggo. He is a lovely doggo. Here He's a go. dead doggo. He's, yeah. Yeah. It's, man, that mm. game, I love it. And I hate what it makes <laughs> me do. It makes you break your own heart. It was just yes. so yeah. brutal of it. But um, So yeah, I, actually, the first dog you meet in the game, at the very beginning when you walk through Jackson, there's a guy sitting there in like kind of a rocking chair with yeah. the guitar. That is the composer of the game, Gustavo Santolala. I think that's oh. how you pronounce his name. Uh, that's the guy that wrote. It's uh, I've got his name up. <clears throat> Santolala. Santolaya is how you say his name. Gustavo Santolaya. Yeah. Did you watch the grounded documentary? <laughs> I, I I did, but I didn't. I mean, I yeah. want you to be right. So it's that's Gustavo, how you say his name. Pretty certain it's Gustavo Santolaya. I'm just calling him Gustavo because I can pronounce that one. Uh, so that yeah, that's Gustavo right at the beginning of the game, sitting there with his guitar and and his dog, and you're like, oh, that's so cute. That's and lovely. you know, the, you know, at the end of the game, if you go into the extras, you can get the character models. 
There's yeah. a Gustavo character model, and he's just kind of sitting there with his dog, and like, ah, that's look at cute, him. Man. That's you really can cool. Pet the dog at the beginning as well. I think so. Yeah. 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 The first thing I did was like, can I pet the dog? Can I pet the dog? I can. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this is a good start to the game. <laughs> just you know what? I'm sure. I'm sure they were like. There's a Twitter account, right? Called Can You Pet the Dog? We need to make sure we can. We need it. Is there a Twitter account called Can You Kill the Dog? Yep. Let them kill dogs. Yep, done. (laughs) Oh, Oh, gosh. I just thought that was a nice, like, little thing that they added in. Um, But yeah, kind of focusing back in on gameplay, Mm. what were your favorite kind of gameplay moments in the game? There's a cool couple of set pieces that happened. One was. Uh, where you're Ellie and Jesse and you're in that the car and you have the WLF kind of swarming in, attacking you and you're shooting them and then the clickers swarm in and you have to shoot yeah. the clickers. And mm. it was the most yeah. tense. I th- it was a very tense moment in that game. I, I absolutely loved it. And it, if you kind of got that, ah, uh, this is the guys that did the Uncharted games kind of peeing yeah. literally going to say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Uncharted it was, it was moment. A, yeah. And there was another Uncharted moment where it was later on in the game where you're Abby on the horse going through the burning village with the whole bloody war going on. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. fantastic. Love that, that was bit. awesome. And there was so many times, and I don't know if any of you did this, I don't know if you realized this, but at that moment in the game, you can shoot the people on the horses or you could shoot the horses. I did realize this. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. did that by accident. I was like, oh no, <laughs> yeah. horsey down. I, I feel bad because... I shot all the horses. <laughs> of course you Georgie shot all the monster. horses. I mean, monster. Sorry. Just get good, at, get good at aiming. Come on. No, like, no, just put aim it this for the way, head. right? Put it this way. If somebody is chasing you on a horse, right? Mm. What has the bigger profile? The horse or the man or the woman? Well, exactly. Do you know what I mean? I, you I shoot the horse because it, it will make them fall over. <laughs> I hate that I'm having this conversation right now. But that, that is how your shoot. brain works in this game is go for the big target, take the fucker down, I don't yeah. care about it. I, I, how gross is that? I hate that. But <laughs> that's like, it's like I'm going to shoot this horse because I know I'll be safe because this guy's going to fall over. Sorry, horse. If I shot the man, I might lose my bullets more. Because mm. even though on the back of the horse there were unlimited head. bullets, I'm just saying there were I'm unlimited saying, bullets like, on the back of the horse. They could fall off the horse and they could get back up and then they could try shooting at you again. So yeah. what take, if the horse had a gun? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, how would it even fire it? You know how. It's butt, obviously. <laughs> it just whips its tail and just fires out the rear. Okay, right. I was thinking of more like mechanical something in its mouth. So when it moves its head up, it's got like a gun attached to its chest and it like <laughs> shoots. There's just a lot like... of thoughts. There's a lot <laughs> of thoughts. It's kind of like <laughs> Spider Man's web things, but web horses shoes. and machine guns. <laughs> nice and easy. <laughs> Naughty Dog for your next game give us a call there you go you can have that one for free (laughs) so another kind of set piece moment in this was and something I never really expected but an actual boss fight in this game at the bottom of the hospital you find Mm. the Rat King with Ellie with um sorry Abby and that horrified the shit of me it was like two o'clock in the morning I was playing this game pitch black all my lights out I didn't realize how late it was and then the Rat King comes and I yell out a genuine Fuck! As it happened, probably waking my parents. I was like, ah, ah, yeah, you got me here. Mm, Honestly. This, this this is scaring the shit out of me. And I loved it for that. And, ah, oh, man, that I, the idea of the Rat King, both in a gameplay design and also just showing what happens 
further down the weird evolution or infection. I loved the how design. it developed. Yeah. And when the like little one on its like leg like kind of pulls itself off and runs off, I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> was that? It that was, was gross and the, brilliant at the same time. What are they called? They called them the stalkers. It was the the Rat Kings. Kind yeah. Of weird. And those oh. stalkers were, I think, oh. apparently they were in the first game, but I don't remember them from the first game. So I they must have just been in a small either. section. Apparently they were in a very small section. I don't remember them from the first one, but apparently so. But they were like this weird halfway between a runner and a clicker where. Yeah. They had more fungus, but they could kind of see you where the clicker is blind. And it was yeah. this, you couldn't, if, I, I oh. tried not to use the listen mechanic as much as possible because I, I liked playing through the original game without doing it. So I tried to do it in this game. But they didn't really come up under the listen mechanic because no, they, they would stay so still. Yeah. So, oh, I, hate, oh, I hated it when I got to it, that section of the game. It's Seattle day two and you're about to go to the hospital. Mm. And you you go into that one room. You're like, oh, sick, some ammo. And then you turn around with the with your flashlight in the doorway, and it's like looks at you and runs off. I was like, no, yeah, you know, my, whole, yeah. my whole heart just went. <laughs> what? <laughs> I oh, I felt gross. You have to like walk around and like, like follow the blood trail. And you're like crumbs. Yeah, I see this. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out oh. there for anyone watching now. Uh, I'm sorry that we hit the uh, the um, bit of the footage that <laughs> it's Joel getting murdered. <laughs> oh my God. I recorded all the footage during my first playthrough, not knowing what was happening. So I thought, I'll capture two hours. It's fine. So I started the second hour and it's like, started at five minutes before Joel getting murdered oh, without realizing. I was like, this is going to be good for the spoiler cast, isn't it? <laughs> that, that scene I, is just so gory as well, I isn't know, it? Yeah, they yeah. like, his Intense. leg. Ugh, yeah. When they shoot him, and then he, I just couldn't. I was like, Ooh. yeah. Oh. But that, that scene is something that I want to touch on when we talk about animation specifically, because mm -hmm. there's okay. something really nice in okay. there. Um, there's, there's a can I talk about a gameplay thing? Please, yeah, this is the gameplay section. This is the, this is the gameplay section. It is. Um, my only gripe with the game is in the gameplay section. I mean, there's a bit of story, maybe pacing issues, which yeah. I could talk about, but I don't really... It's not really that fussed. Yeah. But the because the the expanses in this game, like each level design is so big, I found myself uh trying to look for the way. Like the conveyance of the game mm -hmm. was a little bit murky for me. Like I was like, where do I go? But then again, in the context of the world, it's you know, there wouldn't be like a beam of light showing the way. Do you know mm. what I mean? Because they're trying to go for realism as much as possible. And to be fair, I completed the game, so I found my way through it. Yeah. Like, but I, I think the I think Ego Raptor talks about conveyance in games. I feel like the conveyance was a little bit murky sometimes. But then again, you could go anywhere, couldn't you? If there was like mm. buildings, you could pretty much access every building and mm. find cool stuff in there. That is something that I really liked in this game from the gameplay mm -hmm. was every time I saw a door, I could either open it or I could get around into the room and unlock it. I yeah. never just, it was never just, yeah. it's, a, it's a door that you can't do anything with. It was always, no, you can, you can get in here. The only time you couldn't do that is when it was a fully barricaded door, but that makes sense because it's fully barricaded. Yeah. So you wouldn't be able to. So. Yeah. And I, I, I liked that they took that approach to it where it did feel like a, it did feel real. I mean, there was there were some bits though that I I don't know if you guys came across this. There were some doors that yeah I could tell I'm not allowed to go into it because it had like leaves or like vines overgrown and there was like greenery around it. 
But some of the doors, I was like, in real life, I could probably pull this away and try and open this door. And the Mm. fact you're not, like, it just didn't feel like it was, some of them were blocked off enough for me. You could easily tell which ones were and weren't, which is good. But, Mm. like, I think some of them, they could have, I don't know, maybe blocked them off a little bit more or made them a little bit more visually. Some stuff I was like, you you could cut this down or you could pull this this off. I I thought the exact same thing with it, where... I was like, oh, I mean, in real life, I could get into this. But I, I, in that mindset, I don't normally have in games because there's so many games where you're mm. like, you can't get into this door. And it's like, it's a glass door. Just break the fucking glass and get in it. But it never allows you oh. to. And in yeah. this game, because it allowed you to do that, when I got to the point where it's was like, there was a bit of vines, but you feel like you could sneak through. It's kind of like, oh, I must be able to sneak through because any moment you got to something in this game, you're like, could I do it? Chances are it was a yes. Mm. It never felt never felt limited because it was a game. It was always like, logically, it would just work. I, I, I mean, a massive part of that was the rope, which everyone's lost their mind about, and rightly so, because yeah. yeah. the rope mechanics in this game are chef's kiss perfect. Um, cool. And I guess we can touch on about that after. But yeah, though, I, I kind of agree with you on that one, because... Anytime it looked like you could get in there, but then it was one of the only ones that you couldn't get in. It was kind of like, ah, yeah. just because added another sofa there or something against yeah. the door. Because they've done such a good job on like, when you like go through small gaps and stuff. I really mm. liked that because it yeah. was trying to find roots and things that you wouldn't normally. So because they'd done all that detail, and like you say, with the glass, like nine times out of 10, any glass you saw, you could you could break and get it in like three yeah. different oh, ways. Yeah, dude. So They'd already put like the effort into that, which was great. So it just felt like there was a few stuff where they maybe could have had you just pulling off a few like vines or greenery or the fact that even the bushes like didn't, they felt like, oh, this is a, now I'm in a game because even though this bush is designed with like a little gap, Mm. like it's, there's just like an invisible wall that I can feel my character walking into. Like I would explore those little areas, like because I can like fit through other gaps. I was like, oh, maybe I can like, crawl under this little bit or get through here. And then mm. it was just like, oh, invisible wall. No, this is a bit you're not meant to be in. And yeah. because I liked exploring so much, I felt like I came across a few of those. Um, and it, yeah, it would it would have been nice if there was maybe something else covering it up or even if they had just let us do a few of those little bits. Yeah. 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 I think, yeah. I, but I think it's, it's the sort of thing that kind of, speaks to how well made this game is that like these are the level of gripe people have with it yeah in any other game no one would bat an eye at this because there'll be so there'll be so many bigger things there'll be like an invisible wall down the side where you just can't get it or there'll be like a knee-high barrier that you can't jump over or something <laughs> that in this game because it allows you to do so much of it that these are the kind of things that people focus on it just yeah. kind of you take a step back and you're like actually this game is so perfectly made in that respect because those are the things I'm focusing on as the bad things that I mean it just raises that bar of kind of like and yeah. rightly so like it's the sort of thing that like people should still criticize those sort of things because it is as a, as an experience it's that last little bit that you just need to to do better mm. on but it's like it's such a minute bit that they have to do better yeah. on yeah. now that they've it's kind of minor really in comparison to like everything else mm. um, yeah one of the gameplay things um that I noticed at the beginning. This is a small bit. But I really like the snowball fight at the beginning when they yeah. teach you the uh, controls to shoot. I just thought that was a really nice way to introduce you back into the game mm. and back into the controls, like her and Dina playing with the kids. Like it was a nice like character moment. And I just thought as a player, I was like, 
ah, this is nice. The first time I'm learning how to shoot, I'm not an immediate threat. And that's, that's yeah. good. You're kind of warming me up into it. I really yeah. kind of liked that. Yeah, that almost like bit. weaving tutorial into story moments rather than... Yeah. And I, yeah. I, I get that's like, that was... It, it felt like, oh, this is something to teach you how to do this. But it also was nice that it had a bit of a bit of character to that scene. It wasn't just like a, here's a shooting range. Like in every bloody yeah. Call of Duty game, here's a shooting range, shoot some guns at the shooting range. You're like, Yeah, cool. it's either that right. or they like throw you in and it's like, you're going to die if you don't shoot them. Like yeah. you kind of either get either or. And this, I thought this was a nice in between. Even though you clearly know this is a tutorial bit, it was still nice. I think it was a, a nice way to do it and a little bit, a little bit different. Fully agree on that. Yeah. That was it was like yeah yeah big time yeah um, yeah I like and I, it seems like such a small thing but it made me play the game in such a different way compared to the first game being able to go prone I every time I started like I when I was going in stealth I was like I'm going prone and I'm getting my bow and arrow or my crossbow and I went through and fucked everyone on that because I was like even if I was in long grass I still went prone because in my head I was like. I'm even more hidden now. No, I'm, I'm invisible. I'm a snake in the fucking grass. No, it made no sense because it's obviously like tiered grass and that's all that matters. But in my head, I was like, I, this is fucking genius. They're never going to see me even if they stand on top of me. I can just stab them in the knees. I loved it. Like you could crawl <laughs> underneath cars and you could like hide and like one of my favorite bits and it's kind of really clicked is on top of, it was when you're Ellie and Dina and you're on top of like a building and the WLF are there. I can't remember where the actual set piece is, but I crawled underneath like an AC unit vent and there's a bunch of them on this like expansive roof. Yes. And I then remember. they drop down and you can see them kind of, they're chatting about just what's going on. I just kind of sneakily pulled out my shotgun and then this person's like feet came there. It's kind of like, bye bye feet. Shot the feet off. They just obviously dropped down screaming and all their friends were kind of like looking around and I just rolled out all prone, prone, killed one of them, rolled back in prone. It's like, I love this prone thing. It's just the coolest. I felt I felt like Solid Snake in this game. <laughs> it was really weird, but it was so I don't want to say liberating or freeing, but it just added that extra little element of like if you want to sneak under here, yeah. you could just that, psh, dive. Yeah, you've under. got all the strategy you could ever want, really. Yeah. It like, just felt like another tool in your arsenal. There was a there was a point in the game. I'm gonna tell you what happened. Cause I feel bad about it. Okay. For me. Gun I, it, was, it, time. it was kind of like where I didn't utilize the game how it should have been utilized. Or maybe yeah. I did. Maybe I did. But um, it was that section where there's... It's just before the Jesse section where like the, um, the, the Jesse set piece. Yeah. So there's like... You're in like a suburb and there's loads of houses and you can go into each house and stuff. But there's loads of guys, especially with guys with dogs. It's like, this sucks. I hate this. Mm. So... It got to a point where I was like, you know what? No, I'm, I'm kind of just sick of dealing with this stuff. Because where everyone else seems to be really smart and be like, no, that tactic didn't work. I'm going to try this instead. <laughs> I was like, that tactic didn't work. I'm going to make it work. <laughs> so, so what I did was I, um, I so the game loaded up. I killed this person here, which like I shot them in the face. Sorry shot them in the face, which made everyone go, what was that noise? And you're like, oh, fuck, okay. Ran into this house behind a sofa 
and just waited for everyone to come into this room. <laughs> I was like, I was, person came in from the left. Bam. Dog came in. Bam. Sorry. Person came down the stairs. Bam. They're, they're like, I was like, okay, I'm running out of ammo. They've dropped ammo, but I can't like, I can't run out in case I get hit by someone else. So I wait for someone to come in and come close. Sneak kill. <laughs> Smack somebody with my bat. Run, grab all the ammo, get shot. No, okay. Oh, Mate, that game. I was like, I I feel like I've cheated this because I was just waiting for everyone to come to me. It's making enough noise that everyone was like, that's where the commotion is. What's going on over there? Bang. End of their end of their day. Mm. I I I liked using the the little trap chip mines that you could build. I mean I think it was the barely used them. So I, I use them really for so the first. Gross. So uh, they gory. Like, so brutally parts of gory. bodies like flying in the air. So I, I think I use it for the first time in the television station where I'm on that balcony and you go out and like you see them all below. That's kind of oh, like, yeah. I have the upper hand because they're all down there and I'm up here. So what I did was like, where you come in, there was like stairs on the left-hand side leading up and that's where they would obviously run up to get you. And then there's like a stairs on the other side and a big balcony that run around to you. So I thought, I got three of these trip mines. So I put one on the staircase. <laughs> I put one on like behind a table where they would run from the other way. And then another one at the top of the staircase. Cause I'm like, he's me overthinking the eyes. Like if one's blown up, there wouldn't be another one near it, would they? So they'd run in again. <laughs> <laughs> so, I laid, so I laid down on these mines. I was like, cool. So I like, stood up, got out my revolver, the loudest fucking gun in the game. Just went, boom. They all looked up. I'm like, yo, Duck down and wait for them to come to me and just body parts, just fucking showers. Oh it was God. like, this is so gross. But my plan was masterful. I loved it. It was like, I, I like the fact that you could be as tactical as you wanted with this. You could do the George approach of, I'm going to just make some noise and wait for them to come in and just shoot them from behind the couch or lay traps and lead them into the traps. <laughs> I, it was, it's, a, it's oh, I loved how they did that. And a few times we had the WF and you had the clickers and I was kind of like, it's time for you guys to fuck. I'm going to throw a bottle in and hide out in this train. <laughs> 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 you know the, the first like red room kind of train yard with the yeah. Like, it's yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. It's like, you're there, you're there. Here's a train that's empty. So I'm going to come in, I'm going to throw the bottle at the other end and I'm just going to camp here and watch it ensue. Yeah. So I, I just threw a of... Molotov. I just threw a Molotov <laughs> at one of the like wolves and then they're on fire screaming and then other people were running over and then all the clickers were coming in at them as well and I just sat back and watched it unfold and then kind of Pick them mm. off afterwards. That was great. Yeah, picked off the last like couple. I was like, yeah, yeah, done Best deal. Way. Suck it. I was like, I, and the few times that that happened, and you could use those tactics. Mm. I, I I did it every single time. Yeah, I, I got. I, I guess more sadistic as the game went through, and I had more things. Like it would start with like I would just throw a bottle, and it would come in, and then the other time was kind of like, cool. I'm a partner mine here. I'm gonna throw a bottle here. They're gonna all attract to the mine, blow up, and then whoever comes to see their body, throw a Molotov on top of them. They'll oh all burn. It's kind of like just racked it up. It's kind of like you just became more and more Ellie as the game went on, <laughs> didn't you? Yo, you just so got more and more brutal. I, I got into character, which was <laughs> I went method with it. So. <laughs> Oh no, I don't say Damn. that. <laughs> the FDA is gonna like be watching this video like oh, Interpol, get this guy. Um nah. <laughs> But there there was a period and it was like the rattlers at the end. And they were like oh, I, 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 I enjoyed killing the rattlers. I didn't enjoy killing the WLF because the rattlers, to my eye, were horrible people taking other people as slaves and then tying up clickers oh, yeah, yeah. as like pets and letting people turn into 
infected and mm. mocking them. It was like, nah, yeah. you guys all deserve to die. And like, I just loved unhooking the the clicker or the infected and letting them just run after them. I was kind of like, so done. that's what you had to do. You had to unhook it. Yeah, I, I tried shooting the chain. Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so many times. I was like, this isn't working. I'm gonna stop. So you actually, you go up to where like the the anchor point is, and you just like flick it open. Oh, my bad. Yeah, <laughs> and then then they just go off on one, and then they lose their nut because like there's a bunch of clickers running, they're not really expecting it. And then I just went around and just like, yeah, cool. While you're doing that, I've at this point got a bunch of bow and arrows with bombs on the end of it. I'm gonna blow yeah. you guys up because that's the best weapon in the game by far. Is oh no, <sighs> I'm a rifle I, oh. boy. I'm a rifle man. A rifleman. Yeah. Amy, what was your favorite weapon in the game? Oh, favorite weapon. Probably, probably the crossbow. I think for me, crossbow was crossbow cool. was banging. Crossbow, and I really liked the pistol as well. I liked that you could make a silencer for it. Yeah. And I fully upgraded my pistol, so that was kind of my go-to easy headshots with it. That was like my go-to that, and then mm. yeah, crossbow. I I want Abby's hunting pistol in real life. Remember the hunting pistol? Did you ever get that? Yeah, I mean... Oh, yeah, the, might, the, might one, the one bullet at a time. Yeah, unless you upgrade yeah. it and you can craft bullets for it. I was like, yeah. yo! That was that was like... <laughs> that was I like, didn't use it all that much. I was oh, just like, oh, the re- my, I, I liked it. It was my backup gun. It was my mm. powerhouse but, gun. I was like, this is sick. It was like, from playing Resident Evil, I was like, all right, this is my broken butterfly. This is my magnum. This is... I'm not going to get much ammo from this, but when I use it, Oh, things are gonna die. So there was I, I left it until last normally because I, yeah. I I was worried yeah. about wasting the ammo for that gun because it was so rare. Mm. And then because like oh no, I can just make ammo for it. Yeah. And the moment that happened, I was kind of like, this boy is my main gun. <laughs> boop boop boop. <laughs> Everyone's dead. Um, it was like I, I like the fact that they gave you more options to craft these ammos. Like you could craft that. You could mm. craft the fire shotgun rounds, yeah, which yeah. were pretty they were good. Balls. But you couldn't craft normal shotgun rounds. I found weird. Yeah. Like yeah. You, you craft the fire ones and didn't use your normal shotgun rounds to craft them. It just made it out of scrap and a rag, but that was it. Okay. Mm. But you couldn't craft normal ones out of scrap and a <clears throat> bowl. I don't know. I found that one a bit weird, but it was nice to do that and like making arrows and making bomb arrows. And I always felt I could kind of hoard my supplies to craft ammo rather than just crafting a Molotov or a health kit. And I was like, all right, I'm a really going stealthy and it allowed mm. you to play as you wanted to play, which was nice. Mm. Speaking mm. of playing as you wanted to play, mm-hmm. the amount of times I, uh, and courtesy of my brother, who has been on this show before, he, um, I got a message from him. We were talking about, what were we talking about? We were talking about this game. We are talking about The Last of Us 2. don't know if you guys have heard of it. Um, I played a little bit. I've heard good things. Um, <laughs> and he said, uh, did you know that you can just, you can open safes without looking at like the combinations? And I stuff? heard about this. Yeah. I, was yeah. Like, I was like, what? And he's like, all right, next time you see a safe, click the thing. Like as soon as you hear a different sound and click, stop and move on to the next one. I was like, no, no fucking way. <laughs> no, you're a liar. You're a liar. And I did it. And I was like, this is the best game. Ever. <laughs> now I don't have to. I mean, maybe I should read the the notes because it's obviously story bits as well. It's not just yeah. you know. Here's the combination. I was like, you know, what? I'm too late. I'm too lazy to read a combination off of a piece of script. Did it? 
as it opposed to take just... for ages to go through it though nah. like i can you, <laughs> you just really can you just like it. yeah can but you just like works. go through them quickly and then hear yeah. it and go back no okay see so i was entirely. like i i tried a little bit and i was like you know what i don't have patience for this <laughs> i'm gonna read the notes i was yeah. complete opposite i liked getting the notes and I liked that I could go back and then read through and then they're like little puzzles you had to do yeah. uh, I say puzzles lightly but like to hmm. to get the codes and stuff I really liked that element of it and like just the idea of sitting and listening to it hmm. I thought it was going to take too long so I was just like See, nah. sitting and listening to it made me feel like I was so badass. I was like, just like <laughs> clicking through it and like oh that's different and then opening it and getting like you know, a piece of paper telling me that I can upgrade something plus loads of gear. Was, mm. Oh man, big fan. It's it's just the mini game that's on one two switch. I'm pretty sure that's like one of the, <laughs> the mini games. You have like the um, pro controller, and then you have to like rotate it and listen to the sound of the lock. Yo, um, that's sick. Yeah, it's cool. It's also different like vibrations. But the thing is, once once you've done it a couple of times, it it's kind of the same. So when it, when I came across it in like Last of Us, I was like, I don't want, I don't want to play one two switch. I'll, I'll, I'll read the notes. <laughs> but enough. I like that that was like an option of it, and yeah, and it, I think it's that a was nice a really detail. yeah, mm. it was a really good detail mm. and utilization of the sound design, which I'm going to move us into that next topic because that seems like a perfect transition point. Nice. All right. Cool. So the sound design in the Last of Us is fantastic, though. I, the original Last of Us, there's a there's a company called Soundworks, I think. Um, did you like many documentaries and articles on sound design in movies and generally blockbuster video games? Those have a podcast. It's very, very good. I like it. If you're a sound nerd like me, pucker. They did one on the first Last of Us game. And I think it was the the audio lead on the technical side was talking about the engine they built for that, which essentially used a form of ray tracing to do the audio. And this was on the PlayStation 3. And what it would do is it was it would cast it was he called it casting. It would cast out, or like uh, from the audio source, it would cast out to see what was in the way of the sound, and it would add an effect depending on what was in the way of it. So if someone was talking behind a wall, it would come through muffled, and if you went round the wall, it would kind of become clear because the wall is no longer in the way. It was relatively rudimentary, but it worked surprisingly well. It, it, that was like to the degree that it worked, but mm. it worked, and. It was something that they built for that, and that ran on the PlayStation 3, which was far, far less powerful than this. And the sound design in this game is just, this is some top tier sound design. If you haven't realized by now, I'm a sound designer as my day job. I bloody love some sound. So <laughs> I'm sorry if this gets a little nerdy. It will probably be the shortest section of the entire discussion, but we're going to have a discussion about it just because it was really <clears> good. Okay. And that was, so the... The safe thing is kind of part of that. And it's I guess it's simple as just you make a one click and then the correct click and you just assign it to whatever number and there you go, it's all good. But the idea that this game was so reliant on sound for so many things, like Ellie's whole ability of like locating enemies is sound. You can do the exact same thing playing this game with a pair of headphones without using the actual listen thing by just listening to the environment because it's it's so accurate. Mm. And it's, it's, it's a really... It's, it shows that in video video games rely on sound more than most people would realize. It's kind of on the line of animation. In normal blockbuster movies, sound is also a big thing. It's like a, a saying that like it's 50% of your movie is sound. You have the visuals, mm. you have the audio. Budget-wise, it's it's never that. 
Um, but from a, an experience side of things, if the audio doesn't isn't up to par, the whole experience isn't up to par because it just feels lacking in places. Yeah. And there is something that Naughty Dog, they they just have a very, very uh, crafted sound team. I think I, I mentioned it. I don't know what podcast it was. It might have been another one of these ones where when I'm doing stuff, I the hardest thing to do in sound design isn't an explosion because an explosion is an explosion. It's big, loud, boom, ah, blood and guts. It's like the sound of a doorknob turning. It's like getting that sounding as you'd expect that specific doorknob to turn is the hardest thing to do. And it's the thing that you spend the most time doing. And that is the entirety of this game. Cause there's no other than like big set piece moments where you're like, you're shooting gun or laying a trap. Everything is this kind of very subtle. You're picking up a bit of paper. You pick it up an ammo box, which is the most satisfying picking up ammo box sound I've ever heard in the game. I don't know about you guys, but every time I picked up an ammo box, I was kind of like, Oh, that's my ammo right there. I've got it's a favorite just... sound bit. I've Go, got... please. My absolute favorite. Can we please talk about the gun upgrades? When yes! you upgrade your gun, how satisfying is the sound of them like tweaking with it? And then like the weight, it just feels like it's got weight when they put it down. The yeah. animation on those upgrades and the sound design were by far one of my favorite bits. I really liked it. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I feel like there's something that a lot of people can maybe miss, but the, the guns felt like they had weight. It felt like the animation was nice, even though they covered up a lot of stuff so you didn't see like the technical side of things. I think that's great because yeah. you don't need that. We don't need no. to sit there and see for how long you like build an attachment for your gun, but they added enough to make you feel like, oh, they've spent time to invest into it. Yeah, and yeah. the sound, I just think, worked with it so perfectly. I loved going yeah. through the guns and then when she'd like, open them up and take the ammo out. All of the sounds on that was just very, very satisfying. Yeah. And especially because yes. it was such a focused environment mm. to do it. There was nothing else to distract yeah. you. You could really kind of take that in. And it, even down to like the little light switch as she turned on, was this like lovely little click. I was like, hmm. And then you, she would put the gun down and she would take out the cartridge and everything had its... It felt like they'd made this animation and someone had literally watched it with a gun and was mm -hmm. doing it in person. Because it would just... It had that sense of texture and tactility. I don't know if that's a bloody word, but I'm saying it, tactility to it, where it felt tactile. And that's kind of what you're looking for in good sound design in anything, but specifically video games. And you were saying about the weight of the guns mm. and not only in them building it, but when you're using the guns. And I mean, oh, if you've ever played a Doom game, the sound oh. of the shotgun is what makes that shotgun so good. Yes, it's the how much it impacts, but the sound of it makes that impact. It sells that impact. And the guns in this game, and the sounds that these guns make are Music. so crisp. Yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. Honestly, the rifle shots just sung to me. I was like, this is a death, this is just, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, oh, this is so good. <clears throat> I love it so much. And like, Shotgun is so loud, man. Every gun is so loud. And it's just for like, <laughs> yeah. you know, to play off the fact that you've got to be quiet right now. Yeah. Or, or everyone's going to see you. But if you shoot one person, then hide behind a sofa like I did, mm. you get to experience the full range of sounds. Goes from very, very quiet. To <laughs> yeah. Definitely. <clears throat> and that is actually, I guess, referencing that thing that I was talking about earlier, mm. that sound works with, for the original Last of Us, that is actually something that they discussed. And that was an intention that they had from very early on in this game is 
they wanted the dynamic range. That's what it's called from quiet to loud dynamic range to be very wide because this world is such a quiet world. And anything that disrupts this world needs to feel loud as hell. Yeah. And that's why that's why the Foley work in this game and the dialogue, they're all they're probably lower than you would normally mix a normal TV show to. That like, there is a standard to mix to. And it feels like they're slightly lower because when they bring those heavy, beefy sounds like like you're, you punching an enemy like the clicker screaming like the gun firing off they mm. are so loud and they pierce through this kind of silent dead world that is it's it's meant to horrify you it's meant to kind of shock yeah. you back into like no th- it's time to fight and it's like agree. It, yeah yeah it's it's so wonderfully done and it's, honestly it's a pretty ballsy move From, i can like, tell a, you my my partner was not a fan of that element of the game really? <laughs> having been playing it in the living room and then he's a PC gamer so he was playing on his computer and that so I normally have the TV with my PlayStation set up so yeah like you say the game is quiet for most of the time until Mm. all hell breaks loose and you shoot a gun so it just meant like you know things were quite calm and then all of a sudden he'd just hear screaming and gunshots and he'd just be like can you turn it down I was like I haven't even turned it up it's just like (laughs) it's great as a player for Mm. me I was like oh shit, like everything's like hitting the fan. It brings you into that moment more. But (laughs) for my poor partner who was, had to deal with that as someone who's not playing, it's all of a sudden like screaming and the the screaming in it is horrific. Like the sound design is so good, but it's it's almost too good. Like it really is horrific and gory and just adds to like the carnage even more. yeah, he was not. He was not a fan. There was a few moments where I was like, "Okay, I'll, I'll put headphones on." <laughs> <laughs> Which is uh, something I did for a, a section of the game playing this. Is I played it with headphones on just to really get close in on the sound and focus in mm. on those elements. And specifically, the revolver sound for it. As you pull the trigger, you can hear the clicking of it loading in. That it's like it's probably like a third of a second, but you get that pull back and that hammer pulling loading in and firing and it's this texture that is really sold with the animation which is definitely the next thing we're talking about and it feels so real and it feels kind of horrifying but what is also laid in after that is how quiet the gore is after it and it's just this really weird and it kind of hits home that, that contrast in the range between the two where it's just massive gun firing and it hits someone and it impacts and then you've got the like blood spilling out and it's kind of like it's so quiet and it's almost like telling you yeah that's the life leaving them it's because they're going mm. I, I don't know if it was just me that kind of saw it that way it was haunting <laughs> how the range between the two yo yeah no, I, 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 it was I just something that, that when I was playing it it was kind of like fucking hell these guys are just at the top of their game you know and it can't come up at the end and they they got some external Foley studios to help out with the Foley, which I mean, it's such a big game. And I imagine like it's a was it 97 gigabytes? I imagine a good 20, 30 of that is just the audio for this game because it is there is so much of it. And there's so much discrete audio for everything that nothing feels reused. Do you want to know what the the worst sound in the game was? Yes, always. Uh Seraphite's whistling. Oh, oh, oh I oh I love God. I love spine tingling. I hate okay. it. We need we need to so talk much. about the scars a bit more because I fucking loved the scars. I'm actually disappointed we didn't get to see more of them. Like yeah. when we were there in their town, I wanted to see who the elders were. I want to like I don't know if you guys saw like um 
after the game, you can unlock like their concept art and stuff. Mm. In there, they have like some concept art of what the elders maybe look like and kind of like the hooded like figures and stuff. And I was like, oh, I, I would have liked to have seen more of that. And mm. and the whistling that they did was spooky as fuck. Those characters, yeah. the fight again, it's the first time I felt like when you go up against them, they feel organized and they feel like a unit and the way mm. they like sneak around. So I don't know for sure if this is it, but what it sounds to me, the whistling, it sounds like the same kind of whistling technique that um, shepherds use to like herd sheep with their dogs. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, yeah like the sheep dogs and stuff. It sounds like almost the exact same type of whistling of how they are communicating with each other to close in with you. And I just think that's such a, it's such sick, a it? good it's, oh, detail dude. and it's scary as fuck. <laughs> and it for me, why, why yeah. it's so scary is... You heard the WLF, and they would say, "She's round there. She's here." And you could yeah. like, you could hear their thought process. Yeah, you could. You you don't know exactly. what the whistling means, but there's obviously signals yeah. to the whistling. Oh, it's so. so oh, and it was kind of like, so what does this mean? Have they found me? Are they looking for me? And it was like, yeah. Oh, it's usually when man. you when you killed one of them, there was like a really shrill whistle. I was like, mm. oh, do they know where I am now? They know where I, they know where I am. Even if I yeah. did it silently, mm. sometimes I heard a whistle. I'm like, nah, I can't deal with this. I can't deal with it. Yeah. Like the first time them, you like notify notifying yeah. everyone else, isn't it? Yeah, like mm. the first time I fought, you know, the first time you fight them as Ellie, with the arrow when yeah. you get the arrow in you. I I was literally like, I was like, oh my god, these are the people from the E three trailer. Oh mm. shit! And I was I was playing it. I was like, I got shot. Obviously, everyone gets shot with the arrow, and you pull it out. And I was like, in that moment, I was like, do I do I stealth this or do I brute force it? And I was like, I'm gonna fucking brute force this shit. <laughs> So I like shot one guy and I heard the whistle and I got shot by something. I was like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> this ain't happening, man. This ain't happening. I just, oh, it's so, I love this game so much. I obviously don't play it like everyone else does. Play it like it's modern warfare. <laughs> it's this really quiet world and George is like, ah, ah, ah. Guns ah, yeah. <laughs> exactly how I played it. Like, there's a person there. I'm going to smack him with my back. Let's go. <laughs> See, that is something else that was like the sound of those bats. And especially when you upgrade the bats to like have uh, some like shrapnel coming yeah. out of it. That just hooks into that person. You had this, and it's not like a real sound because you don't make it by breaking metal, but it hits in and you pull it and it has this kind of like sharp thunk, which is like yeah. a paradoxical. But it kind of like it's almost like you're pulling off a hunk of metal and leaving it behind in them, which is essentially what you're doing. Yeah. But you get that audio kind of cue that like that ding, that kind of donk. It's like mm. death. It's like, oh cool. Okay. That one is dead. <laughs> the next one is it's like, oh mate. It's those like little subtle things that they just told you what was happening in the game yeah. without needing to tell you what was happening mm. in the game. Was was why they they're the, they're pretty much the masters of what they do. Um, yeah, touch it just like I guess a little bit of background before we move on to the animation which I'm mean, definitely going to move on to that um, so for Uncharted 4 they also did a soundwitz thing they were talking about how they did some of the stuff in Uncharted 4 and they mentioned that they record everything at twice the sample rate and process it at twice the sample rate than anything else specifically for Uncharted 4 I don't know if it's this as well which allows them to slow down sounds and to get some really high fidelity audio what I mean by twice the sample rate is this is twice the quality that you get on a Blu-ray from a movie is what the effort that they put into every single bit of audio in their games. Wow. And it's like, it, it really shows that like they don't fuck around. This isn't like a second thought. This is something that's 
built alongside the rest of the game. There's lots of design that goes into it. And I mean, I, I appreciate it immensely that there's mm. a company out there that's doing it this good. But there are other companies out there doing fantastic stuff, like Santa Monica does some great stuff. Dice is really good at doing audio, mm. but this game always stands out. It's it's so important though, isn't it? Like audio mm. is one of those things that when it's good, you, you can just take it for granted. Yeah, because mm. like when it's good, you don't notice it. You only ever notice really audio when it's bad, unless you're specifically looking for it. Yeah. And, and like you say, it just gives you so much information. Like even the whistles with the scars, you know, you know what's up. Like, that there's so much different information that's given to you in an instance through the sound. And there was a lot of times, um, especially when I was playing as Ellie earlier on in the game when I hadn't upgraded her listening quite enough, um, I could hear the monsters before she could before I could mm. get the visual cue of them, like when I'd use the listening power. So sometimes I would be like, fuck, I hear something. I know there's something there. I can't hear it when I go into listening mode, but I yeah. know it's there. But it also just kind of messes with you a little bit. You're like, did I hear something or was that just yeah. something else? And it just, it adds to that like tension so much. Mm. Very good. Yeah. yeah. Very, very good. I, I, mean, I love really, it. I, I honestly, I, I have no, nothing to say bad about the audio in this game. There is, it's, it's damn near. It's a masterstroke. <clears throat> Agreed. Moving on to animation. I'm yes. sat here with two animators. How good is the animation in this game, animators? Shit. Yeah, it's <laughs> proper shit, innit? <laughs> I, one, okay. Go on, Amy, kick off. Okay. Oh, no, no, George, you go no, ahead. Sorry, George, kick it off. Okay, you sorry. Go ahead, George. Just the, the one thing that stuck out to me, and it kind of made me, it elevated the game in my mind as like an animation mm. set piece. Uh, I mean, you know. The whole game's animated beautifully, but there was this one very, very specific moment for me. And it was, uh, I think it's Seattle Day 2. Um, it's just before you're like, you even see the hospital. Mm. Um, there's a point where you can like search all these buildings for like ammo and stuff. There's one bit where like there's a double door and you can't open it. Um, it's locked, but you see that there's, there's a rope and there's glass and stuff that you can smash outside. So... Mm. Smash the glass, throw the rope. There you go. You're into the room. You can get your gear. Yeah. But what I did, I because I'm an idiot and I'm a bad, bad player, I <laughs> smashed the glass and I was like, okay. Because I didn't know you could just run and jump and grab onto the rope. I just thought you had to literally go to the bottom and climb up. <laughs> <laughs> like an idiot. Like a fucking idiot. But um, in that moment, uh, I smashed the glass and jumped down because there's like a there's a truck there. I thought I was going to land on the truck, but Ellie fell sh slightly short of the truck, stumbled into the truck and held onto it and then walked back. I was like, "Oh my god. <laughs> the detail of that. Like any other game yeah. would have just been fall down, clip into the truck <laughs> and then just <laughs> then you're climb done. the thing yeah. like, "Are oh, you done?" But no, in this game you you felt the weight of Ellie's fall and how she had to mm. move that weight into the truck to which she slammed her hand on the truck to try and regain her balance. I was like, this is a game above the rest. This is madness. The amount of mm. detail in that one section that people might miss because mm. they are good players and didn't jump down like an idiot. That's crazy <laughs> well, that, to me. Well, that was something that... So I, I was reading... Um... 
an article and then like a Twitter thread about this. And the animation in this game, they built a system for the facial animation in everything except for cinematics mm. that is AI driven. Yes. So they made essentially a bunch of different facial poses for the different characters and assigned emotions to those and then assigned emotion to the dialogue. And then the game on the fly makes those animations happen. Yeah, procedural. Mm. Procedural. Yeah. And it's kind of like, what the actual shit? That is, that's like, yeah. to me, that sounds like fucking wizardry. That sounds, that's bonkers. It's what like, did you ever choke someone out and then rotate the camera to see Always. what they were doing? Like, Honestly, 90% of the time I choked someone out. Not I really. Always, I, I always turn around to like, I wonder what happens to their face and like, stuff. And Abby's, like, Abby's face is literally like, She's really pulling you, like she's, yeah. she's gonna do it. And Ellie's the same, like when she stands yeah. someone, you yeah. can see her wincing and stuff. It's yeah. great. And I was like, holy shit, that's so like the the detail, the detail. <laughs> yeah, and you know it's you know it's good when it just reads immediately. Like there's no mm. way, like there mm. at no point in the game did I be like, her face wouldn't move like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, like she wouldn't walk like that. That's stupid. No, but yeah, like I've seen like gifs and stuff of. Not necessarily this game, but seeing what people can do with procedural animation, literally mm. like a whole walk cycle, and they have like, like a, a like a red ball or something, and they've literally, what's the word? Rigged the character to look at the red ball, even while they're like strafing side to side and like walking mm. and all this sort of stuff. I was like, oh, okay, so I can kind of understand that they would have used a facial rig for those certain things, but. That's impressive in itself, like a whole facial rig for procedurally animated moments. That's mm. that's mad. That's oh, dude. Oh, and the the mad part is that it it wasn't just for like oh they're moving there, they're moving there. It's like when the characters are like having dialogue back and forth, like when you're going through Seattle on the back of the thing. If you look at their faces, it's doing the same thing for their dialogue. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's not just emotions, it's fully... And there was never a moment... Sometimes it obviously didn't look as refined as the cinematic, but every time I look at it, it was like, no, she looks like she's saying those words. It's not just a puppet, a mouth moving up yeah. and down that you yeah. get a lot of the time. It was incredibly impressive. Amy. Yeah. Um, so two points. I'm trying to decide in my head which one I want to talk about first. First thing, I guess this kind of comes under animation. Um when you play as Abby, obviously the character has a fear of heights. I don't know if you guys picked up on this, but yeah. when you play as her, not of yeah. her having fears of heights, but when you play as her and you are up high and you go to the edge and you look, aim the camera down, the whole, yeah. they do that like effect where they like pull it and they make like, it look- A um, lot taller than it is. A lot taller than it is, but they don't do that when you play as Ellie. That's mm. only a thing you get when you play as Abby because of her fear of heights. And when, when I saw that, I was like, Oh, that's a nice touch. Yeah. That's a yeah. that's a really nice touch, and it makes me feel like Abby because, like, it makes me feel more scared of these heights. Um, I, whereas you don't get that when you play as Ellie. I thought that was brilliant. Mm, yeah, I believe the technique is called the dolly zoom. It's, yes, yeah, like, and it's like it really adds to that sense of vertigo that the character is feeling. Where like it just it's just extending that, and it's just I I I have a bit of scared of heights, a bit of vertigo when I go up too high and look over the edge, and it's like it's the exact same thing. And her doing that, it gave me that sense of vertigo immediately, and I was kind of like, "Fuck!" That entire section where she's going across the sky bridge, gross. Mm. The gross. entire time, I was scared. 
I, she was obviously <laughs> scared, but I was like, hell goddamn no. If this was me, your sister's like dead. Fuck it. I'm not, you know. No, like, <laughs> no. You know, there's that bit, you know, you know, obviously she falls, right? But at that moment, I was like, <gasps> like, you know, when you feel like you've like fallen over in your yeah. chair, I was like, hmm. No, because I was like, oh, that looks so real. That's horrible. She smashes yeah. through the thing. Oh, dear. Thank God there was a pool there. Yeah, that was very convenient, <laughs> yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, convenient. I, I was really hoping that they would do the Marco Polo thing that they always put in when there's a pool, but they didn't. But it's fine. <laughs> like, it, it started in um, Uncharted 2, like, when Nathan Jake jumped into a pool of water, he'd go, Marco! And then the person would be... He'd eventually like, go on, go on, Polo, fish out of water. And there's always been an achievement in their games for it. And I was really expecting just a trophy to pop, but it didn't, which is probably a good thing because it would have taken me out of the game. Yeah. 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 Another thing with the animation is like, it it just felt there was like a lot of custom animations, like you mentioned, George. Yeah. Like, it didn't feel like there was loads of stuff that were being replayed because obviously you're going to get that in most games there's like animations that you see time and time again and obviously there's you you can't get rid of them completely but they felt like in this there was a lot of moments that felt custom made for like this part of the game and I just really appreciate the amount of work put into that it definitely just makes it feel Mm. more real more like your characters and the kind of realism in it and uh, yeah yeah, I I think for me that my favourite bit animation wise has got to be the gun menu I just love yeah. that like whole section and just like the hands and and moving the guns around and everything just felt so satisfying and great to watch it. It felt like normally when you just like upgrade a gun in the game, it's just like, oh, clip this thing on. If that yeah. normally it just kind of appears on your gun. But like, I don't know if it's with Ellie. I think there's a pistol when you upgrade the grip. I think she like cuts into the actual like grip with a knife and stuff. I was just like, oh, this is, this is cool. Yeah. <laughs> like it's really, really yeah, cool. It's just a really so cool, cool, like, detail. And, like, some of the stuff that she's, like, sliding on and attaching, it just felt like all those extra stuff that we're watching her do it yeah. added added so much more to the act of just simply upgrading your gun, which is normally, yeah. like, a game mechanic thing that you don't even normally need animation for. A lot of games you'll just upgrade your gun in a menu and yeah. the next thing you know, it's there. Yeah. But the fact that you had to go to the workbench and like you say, the like act of putting the light on, the sound of it all, and like this is the moment to like focus on this. Mm. Uh, I just thought it was a really nice touch and kept you in the game and in the world and still feeling like the character you're playing as instead of just, oh, I'm going to upgrade this now. Like yeah. the pills thing, like how you would upgrade with that is like, that's very game mechanic-y. I don't yeah. really know what else they could have done with it. So, like, I'm happy to look past it. She's just going like that, isn't she? Yeah, That's they're just need. like eating pills. Like, oh, yeah, because these like, like 20 year old pills are going to do the job. Yeah, the <laughs> idea of like, cool, now I can craft something because I swallowed a bunch of paracetamol. I was like, yeah, uh, it's, it's not really. I, I mean, I, that's the sort of thing that, like, I don't know how you would make that a better thing other than just yeah. you have to go through and read the, read the books yeah. and then you just Definitely. be finding more books. Yeah, just willing to look past that. It's, not yeah, really because but, yeah. that's the thing with games. You've, you've got a yeah, there is always going to be stuff that is a game and it feels like that and you can't really, if you put mm. too much realism into it, it will take you out of the game and it can be boring and long and slow. And I, I just felt like with the guns for me, they hit that perfectly. It wasn't too slow and boring that I was like, oh, I've now got to watch this animation of them upgrading yeah. the gun. It was like, oh, 
um, they get to upgrade the gun and it's a different animation for each different yeah. thing that they upgrade. Like each bit is custom that I am only going to see this bit of gameplay if I upgrade that weapon. Just mm. felt almost like a reward in itself to me anyway. Yeah. That's, that's coming from an animator's point of view, but yeah. I, I found no, that I, stuff honestly, really satisfying. Like, I agree. Like my favorite bit was, um, I think when I was like, oh my God, this is cool, is uh, when you first upgrade your gun with Ellie, I put the recoil suppressor on. And she literally fits it to the front of the gun. And like I yeah. saw it all. I was like, whoa. Oh, okay. Sweet. Like, <laughs> oh, you get to see all of that. And like, I think the best, one of the best parts of the whole game, hands down, without fault in my mind, is mm. when you pick up the squeezy toy with Abby and you can just yeah. shake it around. <laughs> you shake the controller, she shakes it all around. I was like, yo, this dog is happy. No, <laughs> obviously that's a joke there's there's honestly you're mm. absolutely right like the the ammo like not the ammo the the gun animation even like you could like move things around and mm. yeah you can inspect yeah, it i was talking to my friend the other day and he was like you know how you can pick up like things and like turn them around in the game i was like yeah he's like do you ever just find yourself just looking at ellie's hands i was like that's <laughs> such a good point like just the like, will now. animation yeah. of hands is yeah dude like everything to, in this game is down to a t absolutely everything 100%. there were there were two things animation wise that stood out to me probably the most in this game one of them was a simple one but it was something that i i'm still like damn that's fucking cool you open up a drawer and she holds on to the drawer until you take mm. the thing out and then she lets go of it or if you walk away and it's like it's a little moment and mm. it's probably just like setting an anchor point and just saying like adding a delay until you put a different input in but that little bit of detail was so cool and it just immediately linked to that character to that world it wasn't just a yeah like so you're near something and you pick it up or you walk over it and you pick it up which is like in the accessibility options you can do that kind of stuff where she auto picks up things mm. but just having that anchor to the world every single time he did it George has just realised he could have just not matched the buttons <laughs> if he if, if, <laughs> <laughs> I was literally in every room just like hook, oh God. hook finger just press smash and triangle <laughs> just picking stuff up oh my god uh, what am I doing I did the same thing George hey. I liked picking up all the stuff like, no I liked picking I, I it up as well it. it's just a cool option I feel like every time me and George do an episode he finds something out about like, the first episode of this we did together. He found out that you could do folders on the PlayStation Four, and he lost his fucking mind. <laughs> Honestly, it blew I only away. found that out when I went to a friend's, and I was like, "What? How? How have you got fold? What?" Honestly, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, the other the other section was, and these were in the cinematics, which I mean, the cinematics animation was just like. Yeah, we I, we know that they take the motion capture data and then they have people that go through and just hand key every fucking moment so it's perfect. It's like yeah. that's why it's perfect. But it was when and it was both when Abby and uh, when Joel dies, you have Ellie's face kind of hits the ground and it kind of deforms as she hits the ground. Like the nose goes to one side, the cheek kind of moves out. And it's kind of like, holy crap! It doesn't clip through. This like makes full contact and kind of deforms along with it, which is yeah, really impressive looking. You also have the same thing that happens and then some when you're playing as Abby and she gets captured by the Seraphites and gets cut down and she kind of lands on the floor 
oh, faces yeah, in the yeah. water and all of those things like you have that moment but it's interacted with like the water shaders that are there and it just blends in it's just like you don't really that didn't need to happen but the attention to detail is there in this animation and it's always there and it was like little moments like that that I wouldn't have noticed that would have been missing if she hit the ground and her nose didn't move but because it did it was like mm. ah you mm. guys are now flexing on the yeah. rest of the industry yeah, and like this, anima- this whole game is just an animation flex it really because it's is just the perfect. one bit of animation I have issue with though and I Ooh, don't know if yes. you guys are going to disagree with me on this when Abby and Owen kissed I don't know why I was just like Ew. <laughs> I just felt like <laughs> their lips didn't, it just didn't look like kissing. I don't know. It felt kind of meshy and, and gross. And um, I, I, I don't know. It, it's probably, it's not bad animation. There was just something when I sat there, I was like, this doesn't feel right. It felt you know, weird. I just felt like they hadn't quite got the lips right. I kind of feel that about lots of like, uh, animated kissing anyway yeah, yeah. Well, like, it's so a really I. hard it's, it it's a hard thing to make it look because i mean it looks kind of weird and gross half the time anyway when you even <laughs> when you watch like trained actors do it in movies yeah. like sometimes you're like that was a that was not a good kiss yeah. but oh, like uh, i just it was the one moment where i was like the animation kind of took me out for a second and everything else was like great i loved the look of the aquarium i loved like all of that stuff mm. but the the kiss there was there was a few kisses in the game that I was like, ah, oh, this just feels not quite right. Or maybe you could have covered it up a little bit more instead of showing mm. us in like full detail of the kiss just because it didn't feel real just or natural right. yeah. enough. Yeah. yeah. What about the the Ellie Dina kiss at the um the towards the end in the the big you know the big kind of party that's going on? Because mm. they, they spoke about that and how long it took them to get it looking as good as it looked. I, I actually had no issue with that one, weirdly. Yeah, no, no that yeah. one didn't really bother me. Because um, like, that was used for the, the I think E3 the PlayStation trailer. Experience oh, right, or yeah. the E3. One of them, yeah. Mm. And it was like shown kind of, that was, but <clears throat> by the sounds of it, I don't know if, I mean, I could be talking about the arse here, but they put a lot of time into that specific kiss and it took mm. so long to get that looking so good. And they were like, shit, we got other characters kissing. That took so long. Maybe that was just one of the corners that they were like, all right, this kiss, we can't do yeah. it as good as this one. Yeah, yeah, it, it could well have been. And I, I understand that. Um, so like, like I said, I'm picking at minor things here. Of course, um, yeah. Like it didn't ruin that moment for me. It was just a moment where I was like, something feels off here and I don't quite know why. Mm. Another thing I wanted to ask you guys, what your experience was, when you first played as Abby and you're going through the snow, through the woods, and you first run, uh, you know, come into a contact with a runner, and it mm. teaches you how to dodge. Did you straight away pick up the cue of when to dodge? Because it took me a little while. It took me a bit of time as well. Yeah. So mm, this is yeah. something that comes down to the animation as well, right? And, and they get this right in a lot of things. And I don't know, I, I still am undecided if this is really well done or could have been a little bit better. With the runners, because their arms are kind of flailing everywhere, they look scary. They, you, you know, you can see them from a distance. That's all great. But when they go to attack you, because their arms are already flailing, I think it's very easy to miss the cue of like when they bring their arm back to do like that's the consistent thing that when an enemy is going to hit you like they do the animation of the arm bringing back that's a visual cue like I need to duck out the way it took me a little while to get the hang of that with the runners because it just didn't quite feel different enough from their normal animation so I was like I don't get when I'm meant to dodge and it's so important to get those cues 
down and right. I picked it up mm. as I went further on into the game. Yeah, um, same. But like it, it just didn't stand out to me straight away, and I felt like maybe there could have been a slightly different way to approach that. I just didn't didn't yeah. pick it up straight no, away. I, 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 I think it's just like I agree. Actually, on, George, sorry, I completely agree. Like the broadcasting initially was like when am I supposed to do this? And I'd always, like, mm. even to this point now, I would still get smacked by runners and, like, shamblers and mm. clickers and all this sort of stuff. Like, just finding that L1, like, dip was... Yeah. It was hard, like... And I play fighting games. I was so upset. Like, I usually have <laughs> yeah, this George, You have no excuse, George. But no, I this have is, this This is the thing, right? It's either really good because... Mm it means it makes it harder and like that's a purposeful decision because it does it works with the character like with the runners the whole animation it doesn't feel out of space so it's good in that sense that you're not like oh incoming attack they're doing an animation that doesn't feel like yeah. the character but at the same yeah, they're, time they're like all... winding up and going for you it's just like <laughs> yeah. they're, they're doing what they do which is going mental mm. yeah but yeah. at the same time because there's so much going on with their movement you kind of miss your cue and mm. it kind of makes it harder to dodge than it would otherwise be, but when they when you had to fight the big like brutes and stuff with the the weapons, and they yeah. would do they would do the proper arm bring back. It's the yeah. same animation, but because their arms aren't flailing everywhere, it it feels a lot more easier to dodge or to see when they're coming at you. And the runners at the beginning, I just it took me a while to right. be like, ah, this yeah. is it. And that's such an important part in animation in games is. You've you've got to not only get like the character and everything down in that moment, but you've also got to signify another like thing to the player of like press this button now, like with yeah. a certain type of animation. Um, yeah, I, and that's why I'm kind of torn on it. I both like it because it felt it made the like runners feel more crazy and realistic mm. in that sense, but I also didn't like it from a game point gameplay point of view because I was like, oh, I don't really know when I'm meant to dodge or not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, it wasn't as readable as the humans. Yeah, kind of played yeah. with it. Yeah, I think um, what would have made that perfect for me is if there was a few more. I mean, this this is like wishful, wishful thinking. You know, in yeah. like in like the Arkham games, or even like Shadow of Mordor. Like, mm -hmm. if you have someone attacking you from this point, you can kind of like parry and block. But if you see this this thing coming from here. You're like, oh, I can press this button and it will do like a seamless kind of parry block animation. You can like attack someone. There are many mm. a time in this game where I was like, I'm going to take out this guy. I was beating the shit out of this person. And then some guy behind me hits me with something. I'm like, I know he's there. So I'm like trying to figure out when to press L1. I wish there was almost like a seamless dodge smash yeah. kind of animation just to give me a, a, a bit of room to breathe yeah. sometimes. That would, yeah, that would be cool. Or even if it was just like you could melee backwards if it was kind of like you could just elbow back just give that option yeah so you can keep fighting but you know there's someone behind you you can melee back just to stagger mm. them and keep fighting the guy in front of you yeah because i think like maybe like full arkham dodge in the last oh, one yeah no weird. no yeah but, but like, something this is going to be my point is like yeah you've got to find that balance right you yeah. want to have that freedom but it still needs to be within the character's like limits like exactly of being yeah. able to hit back but not like spidey senses of like they duck a thing just because you can see it doesn't mean they can they, they can, can see yeah it. good point they don't which is they, why they're the looking camera from tends here not from yeah. here so which is why yeah. the camera tends to be quite like especially when you get into that one-on-one -on -one section it does get quite close to the character mm. and because yeah. you wouldn't be seeing what's behind you it would you'd see what's in front and that's the focus is you're focused on this 
because it essentially locks you into a little one-on-one fight. It's not like you're fighting a crowd. Yeah. Like, you can choose to go and fight a crowd, and I did one or twice, and I immediately died. But it's for the most part, it's a, it's a one-on-one thing. If there's a crowd a bit like Bloodborne, you get the hell out, you don't fight a crowd. Mm. I mean, if you're a bad player, you leave, you get out. But if you're a good oh, player, you oh, just, you oh. I, Wait, Stuart, are you saying that you should have just got good with this then? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Luca. I should I'll rest my case, officer. Thank you. <laughs> that was good. Oh, I feel broken right now. <laughs> I do what I do. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, I guess we don't probably need to touch on the graphics of this game because animation kind of, I think we spoke about a lot of that. But we need to talk about the gore, guys. We need to talk about the raining mm. body parts and specifically Joel's leg was fucking disgusting. Do and, it, go. Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, it's like leg, like almost like folds back. Uh, uh, it proper, yeah. And like, it was at that point. So I knew we were going to be playing as Ellie in this game. So I kind of knew Joel's probably going to die at some point. Like, I, yeah. I think that's a very high possibility. I'm not going to be surprised by that. What I was surprised by was by how fucking brutal it was. And there's always a moment I didn't think he was going to die that early on in the game. Mm. And like when Abby shoots him in the kneecap and his leg goes like that, there was a moment of he can't fucking recover from that. Like, yeah. is Joel going to have to have a crutch? Like, I, I was just like, yeah. he won't die yet. He'll survive. And then maybe he'll die later or whatever. Mm. Like, I was just thinking, how is he going to survive it? But I think because of how gross that leg animation was and how brutal it was it kind of was like oh shit Joel is in serious trouble right now this isn't like in the first game when he gets the spike go through like his like chest you know when he falls off like that is brutal but you've still got the hope of like him surviving and stuff but with the leg because it was so gross I was like fuck this is either gonna change his life forever or like he's in like real shit right now and I yeah. think that's that moment and that goriness, even though I think it was too much, I also think it just got across the point perfectly. Like, he is not, he's, he's probably not, not going to make this. Yeah, yeah, like, I was still clinging on to hope. Like, he can, he can have a crutch, but it was the yeah. moment I knew that they meant serious, like, they meant business. Honestly, I had the same thing. I was like, is this his Ned Stark moment? I was like, mm. no, nah, there's no way. No, nah, there's no way. He's yeah. No, nah, he's not. What are they? Yeah. What are you? Yeah. What he is, he is. No, no, no. And then it happened. I was like, all right, let's crack on. Yeah. <laughs> let's do this, Ellie. No, I completely yeah. agree. That that was gross. I mean, I'm trying to think of another like horrible moment in that game. Um I hate ah, oh, I hate it so much when uh the scars have Abby and they've like hung her up. It was the E3 demo. Ooh, yeah. E3 yes. yeah. Yeah. That was. I, and like, she's like, Jesus. she's going red. Just completely. Mm. I was like, no, I can't watch this. I can't. It was And horrible. the details afterwards of the rope yeah. around her neck. And yep. she also has it on her wrist. Around her wrist being as well. Yeah, Throughout up. the whole rest of the oh. game, like even cutscenes with Owen and stuff, I was looking at her neck like, wow, they really stuck to this detail. Yeah. So I think good. it was until, it was until like the, I guess the third act when she was in Santa Barbara, that was that was the first time I saw her without it, essentially. And I think it was then that there mm. was because like that that stayed around for a while because she was being hung for and an she awful, was awful amount of time as well. Yeah, she was super sunburned. I was like, 
that's such what the fuck this game <laughs> the attention to detail yeah. and the oh. fact that she had like atrophied muscle as well I was like mate this game's sick man I loved it she yeah. was so hench <laughs> and all the Hello. all the environments in this game are just like top tier like mm. when you're when you first get to Seattle with Dina and Ellie and you're on the horse I was like Look at the light coming in through this. Like, this is ridiculous. And the water simulations in this game were like, this feels like a real puddle. And I'm yeah. not even walking through it. My feet are dry right now. I'm playing a game. It was <laughs> it was things like the the lighting was damn near perfect. Yeah. Uh, which is which is hard enough to do when the entire game is lit indirectly. So that like, because it's a world without. <laughs> Technology and electricity, for the most part, obviously, like in the stadium, they have generators and stuff running. In certain places, you do get spotlights. Mm. But for the most part, this game is lit by whatever the sun is doing and the weather is doing that day, and that's it. So yeah. the way that they baked in, because I, I, I believe the way that they did it was they it was an offline kind of global illumination that they then baked into the game and added in shadow maps and stuff after. A Digital Foundry has an amazing breakdown if you want to like see a deep dive in it. Um, it's perfectly done. And it's also, they, they, they fudge a certain um, like next-gen quality to it where your spotlight that you have with you all the time. So bounce light, if you shine it on something red, the light coming off it will be red so the room will start glowing a little bit red. Yeah, They do that in this game, but, but I believe the way that they do it is whatever color you're shining onto, that's just what the light kind of becomes. So it's like it, it's it does it like slightly later than whenever it hits the light. It's like it's hit the light, then it changes. But it's a really subtle effect because it's a subtle effect in general. That the the detail they've put into just that you never needed to do that. Like the game is lit so well that you just have a spotlight. You're down a little dank anyway, and there's a little bit of a blue wall. Doesn't matter if it's bouncing off a little bit blue, but they built that into it, and it's. I, I guess that's like the the main overall takeaway for this game is just detail. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, much detail. So much detail. Another gross moment, and I know we've yeah. seen this moment before with the free trailer, but Yara's arm, when they... Oh, I could not watch Clip it. Clip her See, wings. See, that's the thing. Fuck like, all off, three of man. us have just, like, grabbed our arms. Yeah. Like, that's how good and grim oh, it is. I man. really struggled to watch that scene. Like, it, uh, it's grim. And then also the stuff like afterwards when it's all like swollen and they try and like wrap it up yeah yeah it's gross they do not hold back on the gore not only in the cutscenes but also in gameplay mm. so there's a lot of moments with especially if you put the mines down or if you mm. shoot off someone's leg you shoot off their leg yeah. <laughs> like you see like wherever you out. hit a bullet onto that body limb goes yeah. like that part of the way like, you shoot someone in the hand their hand's gone you shoot someone who's further up the arm the arm goes and because I always thought, oh, I've killed them, and like the thing comes up saying they're dead, but why are they still screaming? And I always kind of look back and say, they're screaming because they lost their eye and they're dying of blood loss. Yeah, yeah, it's grim. What and the like, hell? Some of the mines, like you just blow up like the bottom half mm. of them, and like they're still on the floor, like screaming, and they've got their guts. Like, oh, it's a very gross, and also it does rain body parts it when really they explode. Does stuff just rains down it's gross i think a lot of the time yes. it's very easy to miss there was only a few moments where i was really up close and personal and i shot someone in their arm or their leg came off and i was like oh fuck <laughs> this is this is very gross um but it's <laughs> the, 
it's important details, I think, in some ways. I don't think you need to be that gruesome with it, but it is it is good. Um, another thing, did you guys experience any fun glitches uh, with no. the game? Oh, um, I, I found... Well, maybe not uh, fun, but glitches. No, I, I saw a, a, a little bit of popping, which is like, it was very rare. And it was normally like in the slightly open area, you've just turned a corner and right in the distance, it's kind of like, ah, like a frame or two behind. And mm. it was always the sort of thing that's kind of like, it was noticeable to like your brain, but you never really registered until after the fact of like, oh, something just popped in there. Don't really know what, I couldn't focus on it. Mm. But that was about it. Um, I, I I had some some proper glitches. So really? there, there was a couple, uh, one my friend had as well. So first one, not really visual glitch, uh, visual glitch, but you know when you're playing as Abby and you're in that big tall like skyscraper and it's all like ripped up and you've got to make your way down after you've just done the high the like descent, high rise yeah. bit, yeah. When you're going through that, so there was a bit where I was walking across a beam and I fell off the beam uh, because I was like, I don't need to pay attention to my control stick because every time I've walked across this, I've not fallen off, so I'm not going to pay attention. So that's. That's what I did. And I fell off and I died. And then when it would respawn me, it would respawn me up on the beam, but just next to the beam. So I would spawn and die instantly. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. And so I it's just, just a sat death there. loop. Yeah, I was in a death loop. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> so I like, I died like four or five times at this point. So I was like, okay, I'm going to film it. I'm going to send it to my friend. And I managed to get it on camera, but then all of a sudden it did fix itself. I was back on the beam. I didn't need to restart the whole chapter because if not, I would have been pissed. It did fix mm. itself. But there was a moment where I was like, oh no, how long am I, like, can I recover from this? There was another quite funny moment uh, when I was playing Zabby and I was going, the first time you kind of go to Wolf's headquarters and um, you were going to see Isaac and you need to be signed in. The lady who was signing me in, her pen was just going everywhere it was not in her <laughs> hand it was like <laughs> that's amazing i was like wow she's taking the sign in very seriously <laughs> um and my friend he's i'll have to send you the video after this that you can maybe add it in later um my friend sent me a video it's in the final part where you're battling the rattlers and he sneaks up behind someone as ellie with a bottle and he chucks the bottle right at the character's back but the bottle just gets stuck in them and like flies around everywhere and doesn't do <laughs> any damage and then he has to take them out anyway um the the bottle is is probably my favorite one i've seen but there was a few moments for me there was a few like little glitches that were here and there but you know it's not like it was skyrim or anything skyrim is like notoriously known for like <laughs> Yeah, all of its like glitches that it had and stuff, and I, what? I don't know a lot about it, but I've heard that there was quite a bit of crunch with this game, and that um, also kind of mm. mistreatment of staff members and animators and programs and all that kind of stuff, um, just in order to get it out on time, which which is a shame. Um, it's it's a shame it, it came to that point, and I think because of stuff like that, the glitches are really not a big issue for me. There wasn't anything that yeah. like massively impacted my uh gameplay um mm. but i do i do feel for people who were at the studio and were under immense deadlines and pressure yeah. from the course, studio yeah. like yeah that that's that's shit um yeah agreed yeah hmm. no I'm, I'm you didn't experience time. any glitches then i didn't get anything no, oh, wow. no. not really like oh. I, I got a little bit of like there was a couple of like again they're just like very minor none of them were funny glitches unfortunately but like there was 
There was one where like I'd walk into a room and the floor would load in just after. And it was like the same sort of like texture popping thing was like it was obviously just like it's just a data streaming issue and it's like I mean, for such a big game, you kind mm. of understand yeah. uh, that there's lots of assets that they need to load in. I mean, it's the sort of thing that, like, if I ran this on the PlayStation 5 when it comes out, I wouldn't see any of those things because yeah. the I.O. is yeah. going to be nice and stream. Um, but, like, you, I mean, I compare this to another single-player huge two-disc game, which was Final Fantasy VII, and that was riddled with technical issues mm. from a visual standpoint. Like, you, you, pop in everywhere, textures just didn't load for half the fucking doors in the game so so a game like this the very very minute little like times i've seen like the lighting was slightly off or it took a bit long to go in or the texture didn't load in it was the sort of thing that like i didn't even bat an eyelid at it it was just yeah. like at ah, first you know it didn't last long enough to ruin the game it was it didn't take me out the story it was just like oh i am playing a game that's a, that's pretty much the only thought that went through my head mm. i did hear a really funny one though and it was like there was a glit it was I was listening to the IGN UK podcast and I think it was Joe Scrabbles, who was a writer over there, was talking about a glitch that he ran into, which was Ellie opened a door. And you know how like the, the hand kind of stays with the door as we spoke about in the animation section earlier or like mm. or the, the drawer or whatever it was. Yeah. The hand always wanted to be attached to that door. So no matter where they were walking in the environment, the hand would always guide back to the door. <laughs> And apparently, he's, it, so he's kind of like, fine, if I just get out of this section, once that door disappears from assets, that will disappear. Apparently, it was something like a good 15-minute chunk of the, the hand doing this. And that's how much of the world they had loaded in at one time that he could go back to that was still kept in memory because his hand was always looking for this fucking drawer. That's hilarious. Wow. That's brilliant. I love that. Which kind of like, it was a stupid technical thing, but also it kind of shows just how much of this game is there at any one time. It's mm. not just the room you're in. There's lots to it, which is really kind of cool, actually. I agree. But yeah, that's, that's really the only only glitch thing I've kind of heard other than you. It's fine. Can we talk about Owen? Owen? Yeah. Owen. Yeah. I mean, I thought he was okay. He's a bit of a mm. dick. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I like him. <laughs> I didn't mind I, Owen, if I'm honest. I, I, no, no, no. Hear me out. I like Owen as a character. I liked him every time he was on screen. But he is a bit of a dick. Because, like, he kept playing Abby along. And yep. yet he had another girl pregnant. And then, like, yeah. when they're going to go off to, like, fight the scars, he's just going to leave his pregnant girlfriend to, like, run off and kill people yeah. with Abby. Yeah. Like, he just, he did a lot of stuff. I think because of him being a dick made me like Abby more. But there was quite a few bits where I was like, you're just playing and how like along now, like yeah. I I, I thought yeah. I thought he was a bit of bit of a douchebag personally. I liked him as a character, thought he was fun, but he was not very nice to Abby. Abby deserved better, I think. He he shouldn't have. And like his pregnant girlfriend, she's like pregnant and he's just like running off and doing all this stuff. Yeah. And also yeah. like Ellie's a dick for doing the exact same thing to like Dina with their like kid, she's just like, oh, I still need hmm. to go finish this. She's like, Ellie, just I was like, fucking chill be, out, bro. Don't chill be a the dick, fuck man. Out. Yeah. Okay, I've got the video. It, okay. It's funny. I don't think I can use the audio from it because we'll get copyright again. Yeah, but no, that's I, fair. I will use the the video. That's cool. I mean, I'm trying to think how I could use it. I could just put some YouTube music underneath it. Or you could record yourself saying, you. this is the clip. This, this this one is the clip. This is the clip. You can even use that <laughs> audio if you want. 
Oh, you know what? I might just leave the audio that we discussed it, like us talking about Facebook underneath the video. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of okay. hated the, you know, like Owen's girlfriend, she's like the combat medic woman. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I kind of hated I it when like she it. was like uh, really giving Abby the, the noise. I mean, like, mm. you're a terrible human being. I was like, she's not. <laughs> I can understand why you hate her right now. <laughs> yeah, As I, it felt a bit, a bit much. Say you're a terrible human being. Yeah, because really and truly, you're with the same thing. You've all killed a bunch of people. Yeah, you're all in the kind of the same boat. You just you don't like her because your man <sighs> obviously has a thing for her. Just maybe think of something he shouldn't do. Like the, there's a couple of people in this game that deserve to die, and um, Joel. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, I agree. He did. Uh, also, uh, Nora, the the woman in the hospital. Okay, because like she deserves to die. No, I, I, that was a bit harsh. I meant like the, there's a point, you know, when she's like Ellie's like talking to her, like where's Abby? Where the fuck is Abby? And she's like, yeah. So do you do you hear? Do you still hear the screams of Joel and all this mm. sort of stuff? I was like, oh, I was yeah, like, Ooh. And she was like. Because he got exactly what he fucking deserved. I was like, you fucking bastard, man. <laughs> You're going down, man. You're going down. So I imagine when it came to the point where you were like underground and she's breathing the spores and it came up to press square, you were like... No, at that point, <sighs> at that point, I was like, oh, this feels a bit gross now. Yeah. This is, I, 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 did press it, I didn't press it for so long and I was kind of like, I have to press it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. All right, well, here we go. And then I pressed it once and she hit it. I was like, that's enough, right? No. Now I've got to press yeah, it again. It Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. Another time. And there's wow. that, that animation part where she's like scrambling for the, the metal pipe and Ellie smacks her, her arm and her arm goes like mm. this. I was like, I, f- I feel it. Like every time I see it, like, it's horrible. Mm. Yeah. What a great yeah. game. Yeah. <laughs> what a great game. Another... Doesn't it make you feel good about life? Yeah. Ugh, no. And another, <laughs> another part of the game that made me not want to you know, press the button when a cutscene was happening. Because the very mm. end, when yeah. Ellie is fighting Abby, I did not want Abby to die. Yeah. And when you have to press square and then push the knife into her, yeah. for a moment, I, I don't know about you guys, but I stopped and then Ellie died. And I was like, okay, shit, oh. you're going to make me do this. Like, I, I was pressing it in and I was like, I cannot bring myself to do this because I don't want to kill, I don't want to kill Abby. I'm glad Same. it, it worked out differently I know a lot of people maybe aren't but there was there was a few moments where I was like I don't want to I don't want to press this button and I think so a lot of the criticism I've been reading online about this game um is kind of been to do with that of that the game puts you in a situation it makes you play through thinking you're the good guy and then switches you around and then you're like am I the good guy am I the bad guy like Mm. that's why I enjoyed it because it makes you question those things but it makes you feel so guilty for playing the game. No matter what you do, you have to do what the game is telling you. And I think a yeah. lot of people, why they maybe don't like the game is because they don't like being forced into that position to like kill the dogs or kill these characters. Yeah. And then a mission later being told, you're an awful person for killing this person killing and killing this dog. This dog. Like yeah. They don't give you that control. But I, I think personally for me, that's not an issue. That's one of the reasons why I enjoyed the game. But I can understand... Same why yeah. some people playing it, why that might be something that they hmm. didn't enjoy about it. It does completely force you down a route 
to do something and makes you feel bad and guilty for doing it the whole time. Yeah. Are you, I, I See, for me, it's like you're playing their story. Yeah. You, you, yeah. You, you don't have any agency over this story. You're playing theirs. And you're playing their characters and they are saying these are these characters. And I do like that. I mean, maybe it's... I don't know. I'm not normally a massive fan of kind of like, you can change everything in the story. It's mm. up to you. I'm like, tell me a good story. Like there, I, there are some games that allow you more agency with it. It's like a game like The Witcher where you, you can make choices and it does change things. Or like the Mass Effect series. So what you're all about at the very end of the game. I enjoy those games because they do give you some options, but you're still being told a story about this individual person. Yeah. Which is what I tend to lean towards. Like a game, I mean, personal preferences, but a game like Skyrim or Fallout, which is you, you're technically playing as you with maybe a name and you get to make this character your own. Mm. That's, that's not what I look for in gaming. I want to be told a story about someone. It depends the player, right? Like yeah. I personally, I like, I, I like a mix of both. Like I, mm. I really enjoyed Last of Us. I like, I see it just a movie that I'm playing through, yeah. really. It's just... Yeah a movie I need to press buttons with in time with. And and I'm perfectly happy seeing it that way. So I didn't have too much of an issue. I really enjoyed playing the game. I had a lot of fun. But I also, at the same time, will enjoy uh, games like Telltale Games where you have a lot more choice or it will change the outcome of the story. Um, mm. Like Detroit Becoming Human, I'm currently playing through. Um, I, I really like those elements as well, but for very different right. reasons. And I think you're yeah. always going to get people, some people that are love, love those kind of games, uh, like that will... Depend on what they do, depends the ending of the game. Other people are going to find that too stressful. Like my dad, he doesn't play many games, but when he watches me play those games, it feels too much to him because that's a decision he doesn't want to make. He'd rather be yeah. like, no, you tell me what what is going to happen. Yeah. Um, mm. So I, I think it really comes down to like your preference, what you're going to get out of this game or what you got out of this game. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it's so much like a movie and that's, I'm a, I'm totally okay with that, but I understand why people maybe felt the lack of control or the lack of um, choice in the matter. But then I think if you do that, then you'd be telling a totally different story and and, and a different game. So yeah. I I don't really think that's I don't think it's a bad thing they did it that way. But I understand why maybe people have not enjoyed it in a way they thought they would. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I just think because all three of us we love this game so much that we mm. need to acknowledge why some people yeah. maybe no, don't like absolutely. it. Absolutely, yeah. No, it's easy yeah. to see it through rose-tinted glasses, isn't it? Yeah, mm. yeah. And, and like I said before, because of all the like other hate and because you've got, you know, sadly people messaging the voice actresses directly and sending them the hate threats and then a lot of, a small other crowd of loud voices about not liking uh, like trans characters in the game and all that kind of crap, I think. Um, that you can all ignore like that you know yeah. that's I don't think that's fair at all but I think genuine concerns with the game or reasons that you don't like it is totally valid if it comes down to story or your kind of game that you do or don't like playing I don't like it I hear a lot of people saying it's lazy writing I've seen so much about this game being lazily written and yeah. I completely disagree myself I don't think it's lazy do writing I. at all um, no and I, I think I think the difference is like you can have a game that you you can enjoy playing a game or you can dis you can dislike the story but still enjoy the game. Do you know what I mean? Like I yeah. don't think you need to like hate the game or hate the story and say it has all this lazy writing. I don't think that means it's a bad game and I personally don't get that from it at all. Um no, but no, yeah, no. like I, I said just because we 
see it all so highly, I think it's important to acknowledge why mm. it is getting mixed reviews and why some people maybe aren't enjoying it in the same way we are. It's just a different kind of game. And I think, you know, don't hate on people who do love the game. Don't hate on people who don't like the game, each to yeah. their own. Just make sure you know the reasons why you do and don't enjoy it and that that's not due to something that is, I don't know, no, to I, me, silly yeah. about like it being like a trans character or something like that, yeah, you know? Yeah. And a lot of those comments are from people who haven't even played the game. They're exactly. all from people who are like, oh, I hear there's a trans character. Oh, it must be Abby. And now she's getting a lot of hate for that. And also, yeah, which that's, is mad. that's an on. issue in itself, like because you've seen a woman in a game represented with big muscly arms therefore she must be trans it's like no there's so many mm. different body types like this is mm. just one that you haven't really seen before in a game it doesn't mean that it's yeah. not that it's unrealistic you know yeah. you know what one of my uh I, one of my favorite things that's kind of come out of all this gross criticism of um like abby being a muscular character is i follow a lot of artists on twitter and the art, the art community was like, oh, you don't like women with muscles. And they just posted all of their art where it's like really like jacked women. I'm like, this is the sickest thing I've ever seen. This is so <laughs> cool. Like, look at all these like different representation of body types. This is awesome. Yeah. So, you know, the art community snapped back and I completely agree with them. Like, yeah. mm, fuck you guys for thinking that, you know, all this bullshit about ad parts. Just winds it's, me it's- up. Yeah, it's yeah. it's frustrating. It's yeah. very it's very frustrating. Yeah, yeah, and I it may be because we always say like it's it's like a thing that I've heard for years in gaming where it's the um the silent majority and the vocal minority. This may be a vocal yeah. minority of people that are spewing hatred, but they're pretty fucking loud at the moment. Um, so yeah. if you do love the game. Put some of that love out there because I mean, let's try and counterbalance everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree with that definitely. Yeah. Okay, is that is that us done at that... the two and a half hour mark? Yo, <laughs> I am yeah, starving, I think... man. I I am I am hungry. I have sweaty ears from these these it's really bloody hot, headphones. Hot in my room. I had to close the windows because we always have sirens going by, and it's <laughs> yeah. so hot in here right now. <laughs> Oh. Damn. But no, this has been great. Oh. Let us know down in the comments if you've enjoyed this discussion. Please subscribe for more. I mean, if you've made it through two and a half hours worth of us lot talking, bloody subscribe because Jesus Christ, you made it. Rich, <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, you must not hate us if you did that, <laughs> unless you've been there for two and a half hours just seething hatred towards us, which also, I mean, you might as well follow us still and then you can. Yeah, so hate, hate, hate some more. Watch every video and at the end of it say you hate us. It's fine. Just give us the... <laughs> nice. Okay. Nice. George, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at goose underscore jam and on Twitter at paperthingeorge. And Amy, if you want people to find you, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter uh, at halloumicat. Um, I normally just retweet random crap. So yep, yeah, fan, feel free to <laughs> yeah. I will put both of those in the description below. And if this you're listening to us a podcast, just check the podcast section. It will be right there. I've been Luca. This has been long and fun. I won't make a bad pun right there because I feel like I should. But this is a family show that we've done a lot of swearing in. So fuck it. <laughs> so fuck it. All right. <laughs> a family show about 
a very not family rated game. No. Well, that's always like my thing is you see like on lots of websites like, oh, you can't swear, but we're going to talk about The Last of Us. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.